Peace, y'all. This is the Views from the Seven podcast. How y'all doing out there? Damn, Ivan, you can't give us a fucking hook. I don't, I don't even know. I never heard this song before today. You've never heard, what? right? Never. Stop, 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 stop. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, hold on. I've never heard, I've never heard this song before. Five what? I've never heard this song You've before. never before. heard... Two chains, right? Never. Your whole club life was ruined, huh? It was suck. Nah. What How did you, you not hear this in the club? And I don't even club. What club did you go to when you was like? Poetry. It's like what? Poetry, yeah. OPM? What? Never heard it before. Well, you should have went to the Deuce. What is the Deuce? Seven oh two. No, thank you. Yeah, you should have went where the thugs was at. <laughs> no, thank you. Start a fight. I think I drove by there. You never once. heard this in uh, poetry? Nah. Bro, like, that's poetry crazy. Open back then? Yeah, opium poetry. What, what year is this song from? This song is. This couldn't be poetry music. No, this ain't poetry. No, this ain't poetry because uh, poetry was like when the hype. Yeah, he this. had a uh, he had Drake on there. When 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 he had Drake on that album. The hypey movement was super trash, by the way. They it did it. not age well. They loved it. Oh my god! Yeah, see, Drake didn't come around to Cadillac Ranch when Cadillac Ranch was popping. That's when Drake took off. So this is after poetry. This is after poetry. This is after. Man, where was Rod playing at? It was playing somewhere. Cadillac Ranch is probably it. it I ain't never, nah. Two Chains, I don't think Two Chains was 2012. Oh, hell yeah. When Las Vegas Club was popping in 2012? Cadillac Ranch. If, Cadillac Ranch. If, if this, this, is this at the beginning of Drake's career? Yeah, it's 2012. Yeah, that's Cadillac Ranch then. 2012. Or, or, when and that's when the album dropped. I think the song was released like damn near six months before the album had dropped. So the song was released like 2011. It was on a mixtape. Yeah, that song was popping way oh, before the album now. dropped. Like Ranch or Blue Martini, something like that. Either way, you should be ashamed of yourself. Oh, I'm, man, that's man. crazy. Was, and this on, one, Two Chains was really popping. I was on Baby Number Three by then. I was. Uh, this one, Two Chains was me really popping. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Ain't changed nothing. Well, that changed the intro for y'all. Shit, we fucked around. I even ain't even heard the music. Well, uh, fellas, what's going on? Shit, skinny. Yeah. Man, uh, what we going to what my weekend was? We starting different this week. Yeah, he did some different shit. I'm like, yeah, uh, niggas, that's our uh, first. Uh, what? What's up, nigga? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> shit going on, man. Uh, weekend was trash. I kind of fucked up this week as far as uh, reading the shit I'm supposed to read for this fucking podcast. My fucking car in the shop has been. My fucking daughter's mom want to work two shifts. Nigga, I got the baby like 16 hours a day. It's been fucking me up. <laughs> Having a baby 16 hours a day is boy. Yeah. I just lay on the floor. She be slapping me and shit. I be like, man, go crawl, go do something. Welcome to fatherhood. Leave me the fuck alone. Welcome to fatherhood. Shit, my son, my son, my young one, shit, he walking now. So I heard. Motherfucker being everything. Bro. Don't want to sleep. He don't want to sleep. Nope. For what? It's stuff to get man. into. Man, look. Everybody, that, oh, I'm the, I'm the greatest father. That shit sounds good on Facebook. Man, look. <laughs> Take this dead beast thing. This should be real life for me. Real life. <laughs> Ivan, what up, man? 
Shit, I had a great weekend. I, I was talking about being a father. Shit, I was on some, uh, I want to cook my kids. Shit, I ain't never made before this weekend, so I did. Did they live? Yeah, they lived. Uh, my oldest daughter liked it. My, my youngest daughter, she thought everything I did was trash, so. What you cook? I made French toast. She said you thought it was trash? Yeah, she wasn't fucking <laughs> with none of it. She didn't eat none of that shit. I made French toast like Saturday morning, and then I did like deep fried Oreos Saturday evening. Deep fried Oreos, motherfuckers is good. Deep fried. You what do you what do you mean? You never had deep fried Oreos, so you fried them. Yeah, you like you like put them in like pancake batter, and then you deep fry them. The fuck wrong with y'all? You never had deep fried Oreos? No, I, I I've never I heard of it. You but deep I've fry never, like turkeys and shit. No, they deep fry everything. They they do ice cream, Snickers, Twinkies. Deep fried ice cream is bomb. I see. I never had the ice cream. Deep fried ice cream is bomb. I never had the ice cream. I did Oreos. Mexican restaurants serve that shit. Do yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. That see, shit is crazy. I never did the ice cream. That shit is crazy. See, you looking at me like I'm crazy. Like they deep fry. I don't know what the fuck you talking about? Man, they do. Man, I'm telling you. So like you dip it in some fried shit. Like you know you like dip it in pancake batter and like it's like making a donut, but like it's like a. It's like a fucking cookie. You need more white friends. White people definitely. Hell yeah! <laughs> like you go definitely. They sell this shit down there. Uh, like a bunch of restaurants though. You know, then you went swimming and shit. You had your belly out. Man, yeah, Cowabunga Bay had a ball. Had a ball. Niggas out there. I couldn't see shit though. Time out. I know I'm the guest on this show. But uh, you went to the ratchet night at Cowabunga Bay, yeah, or you listen. went like during the day? Let me. Let me. No, I went, went to the ratchet night. night. Oh, you went to the ratchet. Yeah, night. we got a special guest. I was waiting. We gonna get right into yeah, it. I, I gotta hop in. I just couldn't let that slide. Nah, man, it, <laughs> it wasn't ratchet at all. It was, it really was a good time. I promise you. I was there for the whole night, and there was like one little video of like a little scuffle that was like a thirty second scuffle, and people took it and made it a representation of what the night was, and it absolutely wasn't. Listen, yo, half of Lacey's lounge was in there <laughs> in some bubbles. Hey, I, I've seen shit on Instagram. I like can't it. lie to you. I, I like, like that. I like that though. <laughs> so that don't bother Yeah, how were the women? Uh, I had my glasses off. Most oh, so. of the night <laughs> this Wait be a biased Yo, What do you mean I, have my, I couldn't see shit Like I really couldn't see I Like when you see my hand Is it Anything past that is Were they like on the Maya side of the game Or like No the, it definitely was not No Maya Loretta Devon It was a lot of It was a lot of baps in the I seen some yeah. good shit though I, I, I seen Look I was mad I didn't go Nah I saw a picture From like up top There was like a water slide Right Like you walk up the stairs To the water slide Someone took a picture Looking down The shit looked like Rainbow Sherbert there was every different color weed down there. Like like every red, different color, green, blue, yellow. That's all you saw. Like the whole. No, vibe. man, hell no. I can't <laughs> let y'all. I can't let y'all do Cowabunga <laughs> Bay. I can't I let y'all do adult night. But it was. It was. It was like it was a lot of Latinos. It was a lot of Asians. It was a lot of white people. It wasn't just black people. Like I think that was the misconception. And uh, yeah, all the Mayo homies jumped on the news section stripping though. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why. I don't know why they have like, but they, but like all the ratchet shit that I saw happened with them. The Mexicans, in, the Mexicans in line behind me was drinking four locos on the way to the. Uh, they on black the way. though. Nah, they was Mexican, full blown. Right. White folks, they're they're black. Uh, the Asians had their trunk open, blasting their music, dancing in the parking lot. I didn't see no black people doing it, so I'm like, all they black too. So everybody, everybody Nah hell no. Nah. Y'all ain't finna just give yeah, They, they give, Asian they give, That's they the fucking truth <laughs> Unless Dude they're, unless they're, they're, they're like Filipino They, they damn The white folks love Asians White folks love Asians They, they, love they probably Asian. don't care about Mexicans They love Asians They love Asians White folks love Asian men <laughs> Asian women love black men So they don't fuck with them It's just the truth like, But they do their nails though they No that's a whole different type of Asian That wasn't a Cowabunga Bay Asian Cowabunga Bay Asian was like thick Samoans. Nope. Short, I seen, I short Filipinos. Filipinos. I didn't see it was no, it was Come like on, these was like 
Japanese or Chinese people. I couldn't tell that. I couldn't tell, but they was white folks don't love the little Asian dance, little little dancing Asians and shit. They love Benny Hanna's. White people love Asians. They love Asians. Not really. They don't like panic. They don't look at. They don't look at. (laughs) They don't look at Asians how they look at black people and Mexicans though. I'll tell you that. Whether they love them or not, they don't put us all in the same class. Oh shit! But it was cool though. Like it was real, and they they already said they're gonna do it again. They the, the the alcohol sold out fast. Yeah. Like it was a good, it was a good time. So I don't know. I mean, most of, most of the most of the negative opinions I heard were from people that didn't actually go. Everybody that went said they had a good time. It was I'm it was it was dope go. for real. And a lot a lot of people said next time I'm going. Oh, man. I, I wanted to go. I had that's I had my daughter's birthday party this weekend, uh, the same day, and I ended up being fucking late. And I, I think my nephews took my money, but I'm not gonna get to that. <laughs> um, I ended up losing some money, so I had the rest of my daughter's birthday party and shit. And so I had it the same day. And we didn't leave the damn Twilight Zone Ministry Golf Place till like 8, 9. So by the time I got them home, I was like, nah, I'm cool. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been too late. The, the, the traffic was a bitch, though. The tra- And the lines, the lines was hella long. is not yeah. a big street. People anyway, told, people told me it took like an hour to get in. And they said niggas was parking like way across the street. So they had a long-ass walk to the true. door. Now, that all oh, that's true. That's yeah, true. I, I think the last ride I was on, I got on at like 1045 and got off at 1150. Park closed at twelve. Galleria is not a big. That's shit. like a back street. Yeah. So I yeah. can only imagine. But, it, but that right, type I think it's right by the freeway though. But it was just like it was. It was no. Par- it was no parks when I was. I, I got in line because you got that, and then across the street is the hospital. Yeah. It, Other I, than that, one girl said she. One girl that was in line with me, she said she parked from the hospital and walked all the way over. Other than that, ain't no parking. It's because it's a circle. Oh, you yeah. park at the stadium. That's oh deep. my god! That's you got to catch a bus. <laughs> nah, like two long ass blocks. Two long at ass the stadium. Blocks. Yeah. Sam Boyd? <laughs> Shit, by the time you get to the park. Sam Boyd, on, Sam Boyd is on Russell. That's way too far. Uh, nah, Gibson I, goes like... Unless you talking about the back, you talking about the back yeah, way? Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah. no. You just take Gibson. Shit, around. by the time like, I get to that, that park, man, give me a fucking floaty. I'm not walking <laughs> no more. Man, I had motherfuckers like, if you wasn't there at 7 o'clock, you wasn't getting in type shit. I was like, Damn. Nah, that's, the, that's if you didn't already have a ticket. Everybody that had a ticket got in. But the cold part about the shit was the machines wasn't working, so they didn't even scan my ticket. I was mad. They just Damn. looked at my phone and was like, all right, go ahead. That shit was cool though, man. The I only thing, the only I thing I didn't like, screenshot me a ticket. Absolutely. The only thing I didn't, I didn't <laughs> like is, uh, you know, what I mean, when it comes to the Facebook shit, you know, I wasn't going anyway, so I really didn't care what the fuck anybody was doing. I just, it was interesting to see, like, we always fighting over shit that that shit was wild. Just don't, it don't belong to us. And then I seen all these good behavior posts and shit, like. The, the Shut fa- the fuck up Facebook ruined it Before it was even a time It was either It was like it was already, all we, we, we were on such good I, behavior Or it was They showing a fight video Like look what they was doing Yeah like, that, that, just, and I, That's why I wanted to make that a point Like that, that video Was absolutely no representation Of what actually happened I didn't even know It was a fight Like I, I honestly didn't I was like They had a fight Like yeah It was like a little Couple second scuffle But like it was do- Like it was dope Like the last hour That I was on the uh, on the ride they had the um, they had like a big water fight, so everybody that was in the wave pool had a water fight. They had the DJ out there. It was dope. Like no, I'm not I'm not yeah, putting no extras on it. It was a good time for everybody. I can't even swim, so I wanted. To. That's what the lazy river. That's what the lazy river for. Uh, yeah, like I don't do wave. That's pool, like a a, a a a problem like in our community. A lot of us cannot swim. You need nah, like swim. I grew up in New York. They had no pools in New York, and the pools got they the, did uh, have like, that shit was not. Y'all got the not ocean? hospitable. Nah, ain't the ocean. It's like Orchard Beach. That shit ain't the ocean. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but that ain't the ocean. The swamp. Like that, that ain't good. Like just the go, beach is a part of the, the ocean. Hamptons. Go take over the Hamptons. Yeah, you go to Ham. You go from New York to the Hamptons. 
You little kid from the Bronx just walk into the Hamptons. Dude. Nah, Never I see mean. me again. It's just like get out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, y'all, hey, man, um, man, we got a special guest on, man. Um, I want to say when we when I first got the idea, when I first got the idea, you was the first person I called to hey, get some gems a food, from a food court. food court, Meadows Mall. Yep, we talked for about the hour, hour and a half. Yep, just to, to get it off the ground, man. Give me the the little tools to start it. And it's been okay. on and rocking uh, since then. But, um, yeah, this is my homeboy, Kel, from the uh, Corner Podcast. Yes, sir. Loudspeakers Network. Stand up. It's yeah. nice. You know, I listen, man. I, I'm here. I'm down to earth. I ain't sell out. I saw the look you just gave me. <laughs> <laughs> he looked at me like, oh, listen, this kid signed to a major. I, I, I ain't even say that. I didn't even fuck with him like that. that loudspeaker out kind of early in the presentation. I'm like, oh, excuse us. <laughs> yeah. You got you to shout out, shout out the crew. Absolutely. Like, every now and then. You What's up, podcast, man? You got to be like, gang, gang, loudspeakers, what up? <laughs> let, let people things. know. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I ain't name dropped Charlemagne or nothing. I used to hey, is the, Andrew Schultz. Is the the loudspeaker shit, is that like... When they had the loud record label, when uh, uh, who was all on loud? Oh, uh, Mad People were on loud. That's Fat like, Joe yeah, and all like them. Is it the same thing? Yeah, uh, like the big major names. Yeah. Nah, so yeah, so is loudspeaker is it same, is it still the same thing? The same company? Nah, no? it was. It's different, and the reason it's called loudspeakers, I was told, um, Combat Jack, piece of combat. Yeah, he started it uh, with our dude Chris, who still runs it now, and they partnered to start it. Combat Jack show was the first show on there. Yeah. And Combat Jack is notoriously quiet. So he was just mad quiet. And then you have um, Pete, who premium Pete, he has his own joint. And he was mad loud. So oh, okay. they were like, so Combat's so, like, so low. He's like, man, this ain't, this ain't a quiet network. It's loudspeakers network. Yeah. And that's how like, they just developed the, the network name. And then that was the first show. Then they signed um, Brilliant Idiots with Charlemagne and um, Schultz. They signed uh, Tax Stone. Uh, that dude from uh, TMZ free, with loudspeaker too, ain't he? Uh, Van Lathan, yep. Van Lathan. He's new, though. He just signed, just like Horrible Decision, just signed. Uh, I feel like an old guy on the network now. Well, I was 25 when I signed to him. But, uh, yeah, oh, everyone else is old. Horrible Decision's on there now? Yeah. They're on that there. They're still wild. together. Um, <laughs> they just have beef. But it is what it is. They'll make up. There's a lot of money in that, so they ain't going nowhere. Yeah, but yeah, the, the network, the network is strong, man. It, it's dope to be a part of something like that, and know everyone's looking out for you. If I go to New York, it's none but love. We have a Christmas party every December. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets together in Manhattan, get drunk. Oh, that's stupid, dope. Stupidness. So how you ball. doing? Yo, I'm good. I'm good, man. Working, chilling. I feel like I got a million things going on. Like when we do uh, my podcast. I always make fun of my co-host Andreas because I'm like, yo, you're like a Jamaican. You got 18 jobs. <laughs> yeah. Like he works everywhere okay. in media, and they think I'm grumpy. Oh no, nah, he's he's old man Andreas all the way. But he, he's the definition of an old head. I mean, he was there. He helped start Hip Hop DX in 20 or 2002. Oh shit! Yeah. Wow. So he was the original editor of Hip Hop DX. He started. Uh, he was the first person hired. To two dope boys with Shake and Mecca. Mm. When they started it, they hired Andreas to to run that. And two dope boys, I mean, shit, that's been around forever. It seems like um, he was what head of BT Media in like two thousand nine. 
Jeez. Like 2000. Yeah. I was fresh out of high school. So Dre, Dre's an old head in the game. Yeah. It's funny, on our podcast, we don't even notice our age gap anymore. We've been doing it for almost four years. But we have like a legit age gap. We're two different genres. Yeah, like, absolutely. It comes across like we don't agree on anything. Yeah. He thinks I'm wild. And, I don't you know, like the, the, the Kendrick slander you be giving. Oh, yo. I I, really listen, don't. man. Kendrick is dope. As far as, you know, one of the natural rappers, he's one of the most talented ever. To pimp a butterfly is not that fire. Like, at all. No, <laughs> all just, at all. The, the impact, I'll give it to you. Yo, the impact was cool. And, I, you know, pro, pro black movement. And, you know, we got to stick together and gave a great platform. The cover was dope. Yeah. It has no replay value. I haven't listened to that shit in three years. And I'm being generous. Mm-hmm. Damn. Like, I, no one goes back and listens to that. Um, Only damn. I I, I'll listen to Damn before I listen to that. You said I, Cole was, you, you was giving Cole some slander too. Me? No, I was it Cole. Cole. No, no, no. Or was it Cole's just Kendrick? Dude. Um, Kendrick. I slandered a couple. It was other one of the Cole before. albums. You was like, now Cole's yeah. had to, um, the last one. I thought was okay. Yeah, see, it, it wasn't as I good as the other ones. Cole. But then I saw him in concert when he came out here last time, and I went, um, went for free because I was paying for that. But I got like, I got in free <laughs> yeah. and all that, and it was dope. He got the little stage and the circle yeah. in the middle and all that, and uh, it was just him, no hype people. His band was like tucked away in the back where the stage usually is. Yeah. And he had the live band, and it was just him in the middle of the arena with his microphone and a stool. And he just walked around the stool and like looked at everyone and like performed his songs like in a big ass circle. Never stopped, hour and a half. And so he mm. performed like the old joints, the new joints were mixed in. Maybe I just don't like the sequencing of, sequencing of the album. It's like too much like, KLD. together. Um, when, he mixed half, it, like. when he mixed it in to some yeah. of the old joints, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, nah, this is cool. Like, I can vibe with it. So, um, man, but I like Cole forever. Return of Simba was like yeah. my, one of my first joints. I was really rocking with him. And I was like, yo, he did a production on that too. Um, I'm, I'm a huge mixtape head. So before anything, people would be like, yo, this person's album's dope. Or this person's album. Yeah. Or they're not that good. Listen to their albums. Like, listen, I know them from mixtapes. And they're dope. That's how I feel that's, about Wayne. That's how Joe Budden's one of my favorite yeah. rappers ever. People are like, yo, pump it up. All this. I was like, yeah, you listen to the albums if you want. Like, we'll throw on mood music and get into Absolutely. it. See, that's how I feel about Wayne, though. The early Wayne. Yeah, mixtape like Wayne. Dedi- is. The early dedications, the squad up mixtapes. That's when you was like, this dude yeah. is hungry. Yeah, the yeah. The albums, yeah. I mean. It was just constant. Too. One and two was cool, but as, as, after that, I was like, yeah. Yeah, him and Drama were just putting out stuff all the time. Yeah. So it was, uh, yeah, man, it, that's one of the things I've always been into is just like the mixtape scene. And it's dope seeing like podcasts and where they go now. Yeah. Because it's the same thing. I, I feel like I'm signed to, to The Rock in 99. <laughs> so like, yeah. I, I'll take it if I'm, I might be like young Chris or something, little Neef. I ain't meant bleep, <laughs> but like. I'm not meant bleep. <laughs> like at least, I at least got a hit. I got I got something in there. Yeah. Um, but not, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's dope to be part of something like loudspeakers and have that platform and be able to be around everyone else. They just need to cut the check. Like everybody else getting shows, everybody else getting money. Yeah. I'm ready, man. They need to cut ESPN something, sports-related joint. We'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk, yeah, we'll talk after this. Um. Usually we we hold our sports to the end, you know, for the ladies, for the respect for the ladies. But you know, for our listeners, um, you know, tell us a bit about your podcast. Oh, my podcast, uh, the Corner Podcast. Like I said on LSN, it's on everything. Same way y'all listen to stuff on here, 
But um, we start off just like y'all start off. Whatever's hot that week, yeah. whatever we feel like talking about, we tell stories of our young and wild days right. uh, running the streets. My co-host uh, grew up in Vegas, so uh, he knows the whole joint. He, he grew up like beginnings of the Capital League. Oh, that's and dope. All that. He grew up like, in Vegas? Yeah, he, yeah, he went to Valley. And, um, What's his name? Andreas Hill. So, um, like, man, he know he knows everybody. Like I mentioned, Twix earlier. Like yeah. Twix was his line leader on the Capital League. So when I came up, and my boy like uh, Reese P and everybody and Chuck and all these dudes yeah. on the Capital League and all this stuff, and Twix used to cut everybody hair. We go barbershop, and Twix was the old head by then. It's crazy that like Andreas like grew up in that generation. So he he's deep ties. To Vegas, you just made my boy Twix sound like he like fifty. Just <laughs> turned forty, bro. Like, Vegas, he just, he just, just turned forty. Yeah. 40 I think Dre just turned thirty eight. Like right. he was his line leader. So yeah. like, oh, I mean, we like old, like bro. Because I'm like, hold up, he made me that old. Twix just got high school when I got in that bitch. Come on. <laughs> so that's that's how it was with my co-host. So yeah. it was like it was like that same dynamic. So he's like he's seen a lot in Vegas, yo. So he brings like that dope perspective. But we talk about the same things when we open up. And then we get into, you know, the nitty-gritty of combat sports, and we just try to bring a different flavor to it. Every, there's other podcasts listening to wrestling or yeah. boxing or UFC and all that, but no one does it like we do it. And that's yep. the biggest thing. Like, we're more than just bring on a fighter and interview them, and you learn what boxing gym they went to when they were 10 years old yeah. and all that. Like, that's cool. That, that's someone else's lane. Everyone else does that. We're here to talk about our opinions on those sports, and we do it from the perspective of, you know, a hip hop head. Like we we talk about it, like we talk about Nicki Minaj and her wilding out this week. Yeah, like we talk the same way when John Jones, you know, runs up in his car, leaves the weed, some coke in the car. He's That's like, yo, I blame it at all. Oh, it wasn't drugs, tragedy, it was dick man. pills. Like we say, but we were honest about it. He really blamed it on like Viagra for I, failing the that test. That is a tragedy. Like, shit's wild. That's a tragedy. Bro. Yeah. So like he, we talk about that from that same perspective. We critique things the same way. We talk about Conor McGregor, like we talk about the great shit talkers in hip hop. Yeah. And and we bring it from that same perspective. And it's funny. It's a running joke, like on wrestling, Twitter, and all that. Um, and wrestle rap, shout out to my dudes over there, that everything is pro wrestling. So hip hop is pro wrestling. You look at VH1 and yeah. all these shows, people are like, oh, Real Housewives isn't real? Of course. Love and Hip Hop's not real? Of course. That shit's scripted. Who started that? Vince McMahon. Yeah. It's, it's all pro wrestling. You create right. the heels, you create the faces, you, you put people in an area and shit pops off. Yeah. That, that ain't nothing but a barrel royal. That's Royal Rumble. And then every now and then they have, you know, they have tag team matches. Like, they just, that's all they do on these reality shows. They're like, yo, you know what? Evelyn got beef with this chick, or Jocelyn got beef with Mimi. You know what? We're going to make Stevie J meet them both at a bar. I was like, yeah, dope. Right. I saw that shit on, on Monday Night Raw last week. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, so the champion's in the ring, and then two people won his belt, so they both going to come out and get on the mic? Oh, then we're going to have a triple threat match. Or they're going to have a fight to see who the number one contender is. It's the same shit I just saw in Love and Hip Hop. That's you, a um, kind of dope way to look at it. I everything is pro wrestling. That That's crazy. Every, and, and, <laughs> yo, Vince McMahon. It goes P.T. Barnum with Ringling Brothers and all that shit. And Vince McMahon. It, the blueprint is there. And every, every show, reality show, ain't better reality than pro wrestling. He put the blueprint out there and they all just follow it. That's so all it, it is. So would like Nicki Minaj be like... Uh, Stone Cold when he turned heel. Yeah, Nikki right now is full heel turn. She she she's on it, and, but she got it she got it down to the T. Because once again, you don't want to be lukewarm when you turn heel. You want to be hot 
You yeah. like you, there is no half step. I don't know what the hell turn heel is. I'm just so when you turn into a villain. Yeah, so when you go from like when you go from a good guy to a bad guy. Y'all ain't never watched wrestling? Bro. Yeah. <laughs> when they I was say, still boo-booing on myself, nigga. <laughs> uh, they say you turn heel. Like, that's, yeah. that's what the, the phrase is. Like, yo, yeah, uh, now you so turn like, heel. So, like, when Hulk went to end To our listeners, yeah. that was as lost yeah. as us. Y'all know what we talking about. Yeah, now. so when everybody watched Hulk Hogan and the NWO and the beard right. and all that, that's the greatest heel turn in wrestling history. Because okay. no one saw it. He was such a good guy. Hulkamania. Absolutely. Then he turns heel. That's what they're saying. And that's what Nikki's doing. There ain't no half-stepping. You can't be like, oh, I'm kind of a bad guy. No, if you're going to go for it, controversy sells. Yeah. And the way to sell True. isn't to half-step, it's to go all the way out. And she's going all the way out because, listen, man, every now and then being a good guy doesn't work. When you run that well dry, it's like, what's next? Look, I'll be trying to look. Man, look. So sometimes you got to be the bad guy. Like, not everybody wants to be the bad guy. So when you, um, when did you, well, I'm going to come back to that. I'm going to come back to that. What made you start podcast? Um, honestly... I was chilling at a UFC fight. My co-host Andres was there. I had known him like a little bit, like in passing. And uh, there was one other black dude there. There's not too many black people in, in combat sports media. Like, right. um, outside of Mayweather fight, we ain't catching too many black media people. You know, at the UFC press row and backstage at wrestling shows, it's just not happening. Yeah. So um, the UFC somehow sat us, me, Andres, and another black dude, all in the back row. We're in the third row. A press row on the floor. Okay. And we looking around. We like, oh, you put all the black people in the back, huh? You put us all next to each other. <laughs> so then, like, we started hashtagging like uh, minority reporters row, and then that shit caught traction. USC thought it was hilarious. They were like, yo, you guys need a show like that. And then we're like, mm. okay. And then um, somehow it got to to Chris at loudspeakers, and he asked Andreas. He was like, yo, I really want like a different type of show. Like we have so many shows that do, you know gossip shows or they do reality television recaps and hip-hop at the time they just signed tax so they're like no we, we got all that we want something different don't worry about the numbers don't worry about anything we want something kind of sports related and there's so many hip-hop artists Wale does Wale mania every year Wrestlemania okay. um, shit I seen him uh he, he was color on, commentating yeah, last yesterday. night he was a commentator on WWE last night oh, okay. um there's so many people who are just into the culture, so many wrestlers who love it. I talked to Royce. He came on our show, Royce the Five Nine, one of my favorite rappers, came on our podcast to talk boxing. We talked to Glasses Malone all the time. That's my dude. Um, all these people love boxing. Yeah, he's, uh, he's biased, by the way. Oh, yeah, horrible. The Jay biased. and Nas. Yeah. The Jay uh, and Nas situation, he's super uh, biased. He's biased in everything, though, boxing as well. So, like, people come on, and you'll be surprised who likes UFC. Who likes right. pro wrestling? Who likes boxing? And these people, it, it's cool, once again, to have an outlet like Elliot Wilson or Taxon. When you come on and be like, oh, what are you doing with your next album? Or what was your process like? And they talk hip-hop, but they do hip-hop all day. Yeah, These people like other things. And they still happen to like what we like. Right. So right. they wanted that different perspective. Like, yo, you know what? There is a lane in hip-hop of people who love it. Like Migos and all them coming out with a Ric Flair song. People love that shit. People right. know who Ric Flair is. Like pro Putting wrestling him in ain't a video. New. Yeah, so many people pattern themselves off of Ric Flair, and, and that style and the styling of profiling. Yeah, and and the girls and the goals. Rick Rick was doing this. So um, yeah, the line is so thin, and they were like, "Yo, just cross it." So they told Andreas, "Here goes, here goes this check. Here goes this equipment. Go make a show." And then he texted me like the next day, and he was like, "Need a co-host? Let's do it." 
I was like, shit, I got nothing but time. So let's, let's get it going. So uh, we just wanted to make sure that we have something for everyone, though. Like, we wanted to make sure that we talk yeah. real life stuff, especially like to start shows. Because my mama listened to the podcast. I, I promise you, she only listened to the first 20 minutes. She wants to hear, like, you know, us talk about Nicki yeah. Minaj. She wants to hear us talk about, you know, the wild stuff in the world or a Trump conversation or me say some wildly embarrassing shit from my childhood that she never knew. Like, uh, she listens to all that. Yeah. And then when I start talking boxing, she's like, all right, I'm out. I'd be like, all right, cool, mom. The click counts. So right. I, I'll, I'll take yeah. it. So, like, some people just listen to our show for the first 20, 30 minutes and find it wildly entertaining. Um, some people listen the entire hour and a half. So there, yep. there's a little bit of something for everyone. Like this week, we just talked about chicks being crazy because we talked about Nicki Minaj. You talking about Nicki Minaj, yeah, yeah. stabbing Safari. And so we shared stories about like crazy chicks um, that we knew. I told one where this chick tried to claim I got her pregnant. It was the wildest shit ever. I said, you know, you congratulations. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, people on my podcast know, and I ain't shy about it. I can't get women pregnant. I haven't been able to get anyone pregnant for like a decade since I was like 21. <laughs> so I, I handled my, my business early. So when she said that, I looked at her sideways. I was like, I was like pregnant? With chick emotion? Me, yeah. I was like, what, what the hell are you pregnant with? Like, <laughs> a chick got me like that in high school, you fucking bitch. Yeah, I was like, yo, what's, what's the end game to this shit? Like, <laughs> no, cause you know, so if you ain't pregnant... How are we going to look in six months? Like, what is your end game? What if I went with it? I was like, damn, that's great. And I was just, how are we going to end this? Like, you don't think I'm going to notice you ain't getting big? I likely just you know, do some bullshit. You know, you know when you, you know <laughs> when you in, in high school, you don't ask to see all the shit like you do now, the adults. You hear that P word in high school, you flipping out. And it was back then where you would, you would press 411 on your cell phone. Get the um. You I press four one in high school. I'm I'm lucky I didn't hear. No, it but it, no, it's four one one. It's four one one. You ask for whatever it is, and they send you a text back. Yeah, yeah. With you. where you from? Yeah, where where you was looking from? So she did like a OBGYN some shit. So she shows me on my phone, and I'm panicking like, oh shit, damn, she just can't get a check. So I had to ask. <laughs> I had to ask one of my other chick like, I need this money real quick. And then I give her the buddy, and then I go back to school like three weeks later, and everybody looking at me crazy. And I'm like, what are you doing? I ain't got no baby. And then it wasn't until years later, and they was like, man, you know that bitch got you. Yeah, wasn't pregnant at yeah. all. Now nah, you got to see papers yeah. in that shit. She wasn't pregnant at all? Nope. Just How much you gave her? Man, I just shit. The part of, like I think of a abortion back then was like, got to be 250. It was like 280. Yeah, nope. I almost got got once. I was smarter than the average bear, though. <laughs> yeah, got my ass. Um, no, nah, I mean, I have my kids early, yo. Like, so, I mean, I actually had a kid in high school. Shit, right. me too, man. Well, I had, I'm uh, grown right now. Yeah, I mean, me and Dante know yeah, of each other back, and, way and back, know way each other way. for quite, quite <laughs> some time due to situations yeah. with... Uh, Y'all was fucking the same chick? Nah. No, no. Um, my ex-wife now, so that's the mother of my kids, I knocked her up when I was like 16. She was 16. Yeah. And her best friend at the time my is his ex-wife. So y'all fucking best friends. Correct. At <laughs> <laughs> different bad. schools, too. Like, that shit was just wild. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, crazy. yeah. I knew him back when he used to play ball every day, and he was semi-athletic. Semi. semi. <laughs> <laughs> the shade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, god damn. So, um, you guys, because, you know, we are, you know, we're a trio, and with you and, and your co-host, like, you guys been doing this for, for many, well, for almost four years. Yeah. Close. Like, what would you say is you guys' 
biggest obstacle? Um, time, right? That's that's everyone's biggest hurdle. It's like getting around each other to actually do the podcast. It's so easy to be like, yo, I'm I'm busy this week. Like we'll just do an episode next week. Yeah. Or let's cancel this. Or we, we have I mean, my co literally has nine jobs. Like he writes for Vibe, he writes for Grammys, Billboard, uh, two dope boys still. That's just music. He that runs, fucking article he did on Fonte was amazing. Yo, he just did one uh, shit pitchfork. He just did a Royce the Five Nine one about being drunk and and cheating on his wife for years and how he got over that shit. That shit was incredible. So that's just musically, and then he does so much combat sports, Yahoo Sports, and all these fucking outlets. So he has like nine, ten jobs. That shit's crazy. And then me, I work full time at the at Channel Eight um, News out here. Got the podcast. Still write nationally. Still drop in on BSO. Write some stuff cover events almost every weekend so the schedules are packed and we just don't we don't skip shows that's that's the hardest thing because listeners want consistency absolutely and that's that's first and foremost like listen everyone talks about roughly the same thing if they find you interesting they're gonna tune in but you don't show up for two weeks i don't care how much they like you they got other stuff to do i'm going on yeah that's it like you you could be gone that quick you go from you know 300 loyal listeners down to 30 Right. You go from the from the thousands down to two hundred, like, and you just your mind is blown, and you can't play catch up. They just want the consistency. So us finding time for three and a half years, like, man, he him having a baby later in life, and like, I have to find yo. There was a point where I had to have like a, a guest co host, like all summer, almost every episode. So I do two guest co hosts, he'd show up for the third. I do two more, he show up. I do one, he show up. So like. He was busy, and at that point, no one knew he was having a baby. He just announced the baby like a year ago. It's crazy. His daughter is like three, uh, but he told yeah. us like when she was like his wife was like eight months, so we didn't know. He was, I was like, "Yo, I thought Dre just had cancer or some shit." Like, "Yo, you got mad yeah. doctor's appointments. Yeah. Like, you better not fucking die on me. I can't find a new permanent cold." Yeah, but no, nah, it came out that it was just mad baby appointments and all that. So, um, yeah, that was a crazy time, and it's just you got to be committed. You got to stick to it, and then everything else is easy. And it just gotta have fun. Like but podcasting wasn't your thing. Have fun. Like you, you going in, you wasn't like you know what I want to do a podcast. It just kind of like came to y'all. Yeah, I've I've done sports radio before in the past. Right. So um, I've done radio. I was a journalist. All this stuff. And then when it happened, podcasting was still fairly new. Right. But I was like, yo, I, I know how to edit because I worked at a radio station. Right. I was like, yo, just get the equipment. They. Got the equipment for us. They sent it. I know how to work a board. I know how to work the mixers. We put it together. Um, our first shows, our first sponsor was Insert Coins downtown when they were open. Man. So they let us go in there, drink for free, and record our shows every Wednesday. Oh, that's love. So I set up the, the board and the mixers and all I that. I hate that I never was in, I never and went then, in there. You never uh, went in there? What? Oh, my oh, God. Insert Coins was dope. Um, so that's why like, we're setting up our live show. We're going to do it in red downtown. Red used to be Insert Coins. So uh, we kind of want to go back to where we started. And do our first live show where we started. So um, we'll be we're there. setting that up. And then, yeah, man, then our second sponsor, Las Vegas Fight Shop, we did shows in there until we got too busy and we had to do a remote, but they're still our sponsor um, in the Planet Hollywood. So you, you just you roll with the punches, you move at the times, but it, as long as you're consistent and you give the people something every week, yeah. then that's, that's what it is, man. You watch an American gangster, like Denzel had it right. It's like you just need a brand. It's like Pepsi. You, you, right. you put a name on it. You make sure it's always there. People will keep coming, and that's how that's how you build something. No matter what, it's 
it's always the key to succeeding in entertainment. Some people are trash. Like, some people are really whack rappers. But if they around for 10 years, something going to break. Consistency. You're going to get a single. Yeah. You're you going to get something. You're at least going to get one. Whatever you do with it after that it is there. It's the same thing any form of entertainment. Podcasting, too. Like, people, they give up. They quit. Like, yo, you know what? I would much rather, everyone rather do something else. Like, yo, my girl is complaining. Right. My girl don't, oh, my girl wants me to be home. She worked all day. She really want to see me. I can't do a show today. Or, yo, my kids got this. I got, yeah, man, everybody's kids got something. Understand, you move the podcast around a day. Tell your listeners, like, yo, we a day late this week. Or we day early. Surprise. Like, you, you do something. You find ways to do it. Everyone got a life. Everyone's busy. It's how much do you want it. And oftentimes, the most talented people don't succeed. What's that, uh, you want to be... Do you want to be happy or do you want to be great? That's it. It's a, like, it's a little medium. I'm telling you, man, the most successful or talented people don't become the most successful. The, mo- the most hard-headed people become successful because you just refuse to quit. And sooner or later, right. everyone else drops off. This person gets a job. This person works in a call center. Or this person does. Like, there's always some little shit you can do to fill your time. You'll be like, oh, I've been podcasting for two and a half years. I ain't making no money. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to go, oh, you know what? My girl said I could drive Uber for three hours and make some dough, so I'm going to stop podcasting. Like, no, you just did it for two and a half years. Like, you keep going. And so people eventually just fall off around you, and you look up, you're the last one left, and then you become successful because you're the only one left. Yeah. Everyone else is one year deep. You 10. Who are they paying? So that's, that's the key. Like, you just outlast everyone. And um, thankfully, you know, we're three and a half deep. Can't wait to see where it goes, but we ain't going nowhere. We do it every week. We found a way to make it work. Regardless of where he's at, where I'm at, um, we have a good, you know, content. We have, like, the same formula now. Yeah. Now it's easy. We throw on the headphones, we make it work. Right. And it's, it's like clockwork after that. So the chemistry is there. And, man, it, it's fun. That's the key. It's still really, really fun for us. I get to do dope shit like this. Like, come on, y'all podcast yeah. and, and talk. Man, we appreciate you, man. Yeah, man. And make fun of, like, ratchet days at Cowabunga Bay and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you could give give, you know... Give credit to things that help you become a successful podcaster. What what would it be? What would they be? Man, um, podcasting in general, I, I feel like the same things kind of just help me be successful all the time. Like, I, I went to school, I played college football, yeah. and I stopped that. And then I was going to nursing school, and I was like, I don't want to be a fucking nurse anymore. So I went and I just sat on the couch for six months. Short <laughs> fucker. Yeah, yeah, And I was like, yo, I sat on the couch for six months and watched Sports Center every day. And I was like, yo, people get paid to do this shit. Like people, honest to God, their job and they get money to go on TV and talk about sports. It's like, why can't I do that? And I remember doing that and I was trying to Google, like, yo, how do you get this job? It's the dumbest shit ever. Like, <laughs> like yo, I want this job. Let me Google how to get this job. Like, that shit's stupid. But um, I noticed, like, okay, you just got to have experience. I went to a JUCO. I got on a college radio station, all this shit. But when I was Googling, I, my mind always wanders. I was like, yo, let me Google myself. And I Googled myself. And I saw three, my first three posts were MySpace, Facebook. Twitter wasn't even around. So it was like MySpace, Facebook, and some other shit. And then um, Black Planet, <laughs> right? Yo, know, if I had a Black Planet, I was probably like thirteen, just acting eighteen. <laughs> I have no facial hair and shit. They see right through that. Um, but then after that, I had like two high school football stats um, stat websites, like Max Preps and some other shit. And I had nothing. That was it. Right. That was the extent of my Google page. 
And I was like, yo, I died today. No one knows I was here. Not one person knows I was here if I died today. And that shit to this day drives me. So every three, six months, I Google myself just to see. And at this point, I stopped counting when two and a half years ago, I hit 80 pages on Google worth of my work. Mm. Every time I Google and I myself, counting. I'm in some type of news clip. <laughs> and it's not for <laughs> <laughs> Listen, B, stay out of trouble. I don't want to be at work reporting on you. I got to post your mugshot. We fighting. Uh, but nah, like on the real. So I Google myself and now I'm like up to hundreds and hundreds of pages and it's dope. I can show my kids like, look, like that's me. I got yeah. my fiance put together this big ass like collage in my house. Like it's a curtain rod, but all of my press credentials are hanging. Yeah, I've seen that like, on, on uh, the wall on fucking, of my crib. Uh, what is that? Uh on Instagram? Yeah, it was on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she, so she damn. Put, so I got 300 credentials from all the fights I covered and all the sporting events, NBA Finals, NFL, Super Bowl, all this shit. It's all just hanging. And my kids see that every day. And they know, right. like, okay, cool, dad does some cool shit. But later on, they'll be like, my dad did something. Yeah. Like, they, they know. And that drives me constantly. So even when I'm podcasting, like, I'll look up Kel Dansby, Corner Podcast, and I'll see... A, a quote we have or something from Twitter that got picked up by MSNBC or CNN or some random shit. I'd be like, yo, I'm doing something. Like, these people are following me. These people are listening to me in some way or another. Like, I'm making a mark. So that, that shit drives me every day. If, if I get three more pages on Google, I know I'm doing it right. And that's what keeps me going. Okay. That's dope. Um, huge shout out to the... Uh, Joe Budden podcast, man. You wait, know. wait, wait, wait. Before we move on, I got a question, brother, and I'm I'm inspired by a question uh, I saw Martin ask on TV yesterday. You mean inspired? Inspired. That's what I said. Expired, motherfucker. Tongue ain't working. <laughs> My tongue ain't working. How do I get to the yams, brother? You on you on loudspeaker? How do I get to the yams, Varnell Hill? How do how do I do? That? <laughs> That's all I want to know. <laughs> you got catfish in the, in the lake? <laughs> how do I get to the yams, brother? What? Listen, yams. man, DMs are always open. Like, you gotta, you gotta okay. shoot your shot. Like, <laughs> whoa, pause. Nah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what I all, was, all works walks life, people. That's my. That's my inspiration to everyone. You want something? I don't give a hell what it is. It could be a girl. It could be a guy. Like, if you're a chick, looking for a dude, if you're looking for a job, yeah. if you want something, DMs are always open. That's the best shit. You know how many jobs I got from DMs? This shit's incredible. I don't even DM people get it. I got a fiance. We good money. Like, I ain't DMing girls for, for yo, I want to take you out and date and spend my money. If I DM someone, like, yo, you know what? I got some extra time. Can you hire me? I want to write. People are like, yeah. And you have... Yeah. Everything happens in the DMs. It all goes down. That's crazy. So you, you want jobs? I just got the job <laughs> I got now at Channel 8 because I messaged someone on Facebook. Messaged them on Facebook on Wednesday. They bought me in, had me, like, took me to dinner on Friday with the executives. I was hired on Monday. Left Channel 13, got hired at 8 from a message on Facebook. Always jump in someone's messages. Always jump in someone's DMs. It's the easiest way to get shit done. And you know what? Man, if, if, you are looking for, these yo, <laughs> if you're looking for ass, you think someone's, yeah, if you think someone's out of your league or something, just hop in the DMs. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, about so, that. so what I was saying was, you know, you know, huge shout out to the Joe Budden podcast for what they did today. Friday. That was pretty groundbreaking as far as podcasts go. Um, how do you feel about the current landscape of what they podcasting. do? That was kind of like out of context. What they do? <laughs> uh, they signed to Spotify today, so it's an exclusive deal with Spotify. 
Um, they go nice. two shows a week, Wednesday and Saturdays now. And pretty much they're getting cashed out by Spotify. So you want to listen to them, you got to go there. And Spotify uh, will give them money. The key with Spotify is, and what's dope about... So not know, just putting your shit on there. Yeah. I, I'm in a deal with Yeah, you. like you signed. So the mm. easiest way to think about it and how much money they're truly going to make for this, and this is the future of podcasting, is you look at an album, right? Nikki does... Let's just pull Nikki. She does 150, 150,000 on her first week, right? Right. To get 150,000 like album plays now, the way that um, like streaming works, it's 10 song plays. Okay. So if you listen to a single 10 times, the same single on someone's album, they charge it as one album sold. Mm-hmm. So um, like Drake, when he put out the last shit where he was handing out money, what was that song? God's Plan. God's, God's Plan. God's Plan dropped as the single. It had a million sales as a single. Or his shit might have been like five million sales as a single. Right. When his album dropped, he had five or five hundred thousand mm. album sales off of the single. Because five million translates to divide that by ten. Right. He sold gold without the album dropping. So that's how it works. That's how you become uh, platinum so damn fast. Mm-hmm. So um fucking platinum. Takashi six nine, like that kid. Like your singles go up. Cardi B. Cardi B was damn near platinum when she dropped. Off of uh, Bodak Yellow. Right. And then Barty and Cardi just put it right over the top. So that's how it works. So every 10 clicks on something equals an album. So you look at a podcast, right, which Joe Budden probably gets 500,000 listens a show. That's 50,000 albums. So One show. So you look, they do two shows a week. That's the equivalent of selling 100,000 albums every week. Shit. So in a month, you sell 400,000 albums. In two months, you're going platinum. Imagine getting paid for a platinum album. And you see how much people get paid to go platinum in today's climate. And your podcast. They're getting it every two months off a podcast. Because the numbers equate. Each one's a click. Mm-hmm. Each one's an album sale. Right. So it's the same thing. So in a year... All he did was take the music business to podcast. That's it. So in a year, you go five times platinum. Go ask Nelly how much money he made after going five times platinum. That's a year of the podcast game, and that's where it's going. And that's what Spotify saw. Why am I going to give all my money to the Nickies or this person? Cool, Nikki can sell 100K in a week. This person can do 200K. Well, you see what she just all this stuff. You see what she did. Yeah. We'll get into it in a little bit, but now she's that's, the queen radio. Yeah, yo. So it's, it's, that's where the money is. That, mm. That's where it goes, and that's what their deal did. So, I mean, by the end of this shit, you get percentage points. Like, you give someone 10% of that, like, they, they're making out with, they're going to probably a million dollar deal. I'm sure Joey gets a bigger piece of the pie than Maul and Rory, but, like, outside of that, they just went from, yo, we Joey's friends to making 100, 200K a year, if mm. not more. Not even talking live shows and merch and crazy shit. Right. So, they're they about to be millionaires off of a podcast That's deal. That's love because they just, they just, we went to the live show and they came out here last month and they were just saying, like, we've been doing this podcast for three years and we haven't made any money from it. Yeah. That's why. To go from that to. Got to wait. But the, the game's changing, you know, and, and that's, that's how it breaks down and that's what they did. That's why it's so, you know, monumental. And that's why even what you guys are doing, like, I enjoy your show, everything. People be like, yo, it's, it's so small. It's, like, show up. My show is small. Like, everyone's show is small at a point, right? 
But if you just keep in your mind, like, yo, I'm dividing everything by 10. So each week, if y'all have 300 listeners, your show's worth $30 a week. And that's where that's where you are. Like, can I go to somebody and get that thirty? Cause, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that, and then you build and you build and you build, and sooner or later the platform will get bigger, and people will put you on a bigger platform. Then now your three hundred turns into three thousand. Be like, damn, we just went from making thirty a podcast to three hundred a podcast. Yeah, like you know what, a hundred dollars each a podcast ain't bad. Like we're doing this shit for free. Right, and then you go to thirty thousand listeners. And then you're like, yo, three Gs. So we're making a G a podcast. So wait, we making four thousand dollars a month off of recording. Right. Like, oh shit, off of thirty thousand. Then you look at the reads and the horrible decisions. So when they come up to a hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, and I'll tell you this, uh, being on Loudspeakers Network, horrible decisions. Girls love it. It's a sex podcast. All this stuff. Men. They started men too. Like they they thirst over the chicks. They love to see that chicks can be openly freaky. Like uh, they love that shit. So. I when you go, so much shit that I, it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. be like I can't listen to to the other chick like sticking her. She loves to stick her finger in like dudes' butts. Like I'm like yo, she likes you to fu- fuck them. I don't even. I oh, forgot like what pegging? it's called. Yeah, pegging. Nah, she I ain't like, fucking she's with her with the at all. Uh, That's why. No, no yeah. <laughs> but like they they do those numbers. So you look, they they were doing. I mean, Mandy has a pretty good following. Now the chick had a good following, but they were doing twenty thousand, twenty five thousand a show. They signed a lot of speakers. They started doing three hundred thousand. So you Damn. look, that's thirty thousand dollars. You cut it like that's thirty thousand, like thirty thousand album sales. That's a dope. show. Like that's the equivalent of it. That's dope. So you go down and you'd be like, okay, cool. Like thirty thousand album sales, someone gives you a cut a dollar an album. Like you're making like a good thirty thousand. That's the value of your show. Regardless if that's what they're paying you or not. Now you're getting that's how much your show is valued at. So you gotta mm. know, like, yo, that it's real. You have to know that our time has value, and sooner or later, that's what they're finding out, and it'll blow up. That comes with a lot of grind, though. A lot. A lot of grind. Listen, man, quitters never get anything dope. I just bought a car last night. I woke up yesterday morning. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I want a car. Went out, got a car. That easy. Because once you work, like, shit comes easy. Wait, so is Joe Budden Podcast, like, the first one to get one of these deals like this? Yeah. Hip-hop-wise? Yes. Um... We were talking about this before the show, but now Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, that's that's um, the... which is like the holy grail of podcasting. He talks about aliens and wild shit. Um, but yeah, and like he was the first one to really do that. And you can't even compare what he makes to what you know people are making now. But um, he, you know, he was the first, so he deserves it, and he's always going to be at the forefront. It's like Howard Stern when Howard Stern yeah. made all that money. It's like you can't compare normal ass radio disc jockeys to Howard Stern. Right. That shit was unimaginable. Howard Stern is making a hundred million dollars a year off of Sirius now. Like he got three channels. Right. Um, so yeah, that shit was just different. So you don't go off of them. But um now everyone else is catching up. He set the blueprint. Joey took it, added a little hip hop spin to it, took it to another level. Now you look, Kid Fury and um just signed a deal with Netflix to make movies shit. from oh, the real. Huh? Oh, I'm talking about Blonde. Nah, he's talking about Blonde. No, I, I, thought his, I thought his was on like... Uh, on, Wait, is it VT? Hold on, 2001 VT. I thought, thought Kid Fury was doing something on uh, on cable. Like is that one of the that, premium... Oh, I, Showtime? I thought it was I Netflix. I think it's Showtime. I think he did it with the chick from Showtime. It was the black oh, chick with the yeah, behind. Yeah, that did Chicago. Was it The Shy? The Shy. Yeah, but I think their show was on Netflix. Oh. Okay. Um, But regardless, if that shit is on Showtime or whatever... 
He just signed a deal off a podcast. Like, right. shit's going crazy. People knows the know the worth. It's all about interaction rate. Like, and that's that's what's going now. Like, when you can be a voice for the people, when you can communicate with people, when you can get a following organically, that's something these honestly just like it's something these rich white guys at companies don't understand anymore. And right. it's just true. Like sometimes you get old. Yeah. Sometimes time passes you by. You don't know how to build shit organically anymore. You don't know how come Jesus and Merrill are successful. Right. But they're on ESPN now. They cut the check. Showtime bought them away from Vice. Vice bought them away from Complex. When Complex and I was saying that like when we first started, first started this podcast, I was watching Jesus and Merrill, and they would just pop up on my Facebook like sponsored show, and I'd be like, "Who is these dudes?" Like, yeah. Then yeah. I was saying that for like. Year, two years, and I was like, "Oh, wait!" I brought their name up, and he was like, "Oh, you talking about?" I was like, "Oh, they they really famous, like because yeah. I was watching them when, like when they used to get sp- sponsored their shows, they was probably was getting like two hundred views, yeah, three hundred views, and then Vice cut them. Then they had to get normal jobs for a year and a half. Shit, no, yeah, um, cut that. No, excuse me, Complex cut them. Had to get jobs for a year and a half. Signed with Vice, that shit blew up. Gave them that nighttime joint. And then now Showtime. they got stolen by Showtime, and it's just. When you create stuff organically, people who don't, this shit seems so wild. They don't understand how to do it to the point and they want it so bad, they'll just buy you and they'll just pay you to do it. Because that, that's all this shit is, man. You sell like a motherfucker too. Yo, I'm telling you, Joe Bunning, like to Spotify, Spotify is cool and all that shit, but Joe Bunning is nothing but something shiny that they don't, they don't know. Like how people buy chains or people buy cars and, you know, McLarens and shit. Right. They just bought that. They're like, yo, I can't create that. I can't have that. That's just one of a kind. I want it. Like, it, it's like the dopest yeah. toy out. Yo, I want that shit. No, none of my other friends got a PlayStation 4. Like, you want to be the first one with it. Mm-hmm. And that's all Spotify was. And they, you cut the check because they don't know how to create it. But all of those, I know they're looking at when this show debut, how many people are going to have a Spotify? How many people are now downloading? Yeah, Spotify. How many new members? And I tell you, like the who's the next one up? Like so, Joe Budden got his lane, and that podcast is huge, right? Who else is going to be the next one to talk about hip hop? Like he talks about hip hop. So Nori got his drinking shit, right? Like where he sits down and people yeah. get drunk. Yeah. Nori's going to get the check from Apple Music. Now who's next? Mm. All right, so Title's going to scoop up the next person who sounds like Nori and Joey. And then all, and then they'd be like, "Okay, cool. You know what? We're tired of paying the big price people." So iHeartRadio is gonna be like, "You know, what? we're gonna sign five of the mid-level people who do the same shit as y'all, and they buzzing, but they don't got the name like y'all. And we're gonna be the underground, like too cool for school yeah. shit. And they're gonna dish out little checks to those five. So that's how you build the culture. That's how you build money, and that's the way it's going. Like everyone's gonna get a check. I'm telling you, like next five years, podcast and all this, everyone's gonna be eating." This shit is this shit is Netflix for radio. See, but I, I, I guess what I'm scared of is like it's going to be so many. It starts to dilute, like kind of like how hip hop is now. Like it's so much corny shit. It kind of that don't well, mean, I mean they I corny ass not getting paid. Yeah, but I mean I guess if it's hot, it, it's hot. But it's like it's so much now. It starts to dilute. The you have Netflix. Yeah. You got Netflix. Yes. You got Netflix. Absolutely. What show are you watching on Netflix right now? That's true. I haven't really been watching those Just names. Like, you watch uh, Last Chance You? I haven't watched that. I've, I've really been on my uh, Snowfall and all that big on my shit lately. So cool. I've been What are you watching right now? Um, fuck. I just watched Last Chance old. You. 
You watch some old, right? He watching, he watching some oh, old. Oh, okay. You got like you. You be on like the old shit, like just watching yeah. Martin reruns. Uh, yeah, he put, that's the, him for the, sure. The women of Brewster's place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not because I I but fuck I, with Narcos. Okay, but there was there's another one from the um the drug lord in Mexico. Queen of the South. Oh, uh, El Chapo. El yeah, Chapo. Yeah. So everyone here watches something different. Right. We all pay the same money for the same thing. Right. But we all watch something different. That's true. All those shows getting paid, right? Yeah, that's true. You got a point. You need to fill stuff with content. If you're around, they gon' there's money to be had. So that's all it is. And these radio stations, um, you know, sadly, radio stations, even TV networks, to a point. If you're not doing on demand, if you're not doing nothing, you gone. Right. Like radio stations, that shit's blockbuster. We Netflix. Yeah. And that's how I watch everything. Like I said, on demand. I watch the, the Snowfall, on demand, any TV show or anything. Yeah. Anytime somebody tells me to go to somebody on Netflix, like uh, that True to the Game movies on Netflix. Yeah. I don't even got that cable. <laughs> I got internet. Man, I'm still and my fire cables. sticks. Cox is still killing me, dude. Nah, I pay $60 a month and my fire stick. I got a fire stick on every television in my house. Yeah, fire stick where it's at. And that's yeah. it. I, can, I, don't, I don't think I could do I don't like trying to do live sports on, on uh, fire stick. Oh, I got the app for everything. So I got like NFL Network app. I got, uh, uh, okay. yeah, ESPN app, NBA on, TV on the on the Fire Stick. On the Fire Stick. Like okay. I got the yeah, legit yeah. ass app. So, so, I don't so before we get into the shit, because I know, I me myself, I'm an ex wrestling lover. I see you got the Super Slam shirt on. So Summer Slam, it's all the same. Oh, shit. whatever. It's all right. It just happened last weekend. Who was we your you who, your favorite <laughs> wrestler? Shawn Michaels. Not even close. Heartbreak really? Kid. Yep. Whenever you can pull off, and once again, a gimmick is a character, so I'm going to preface that. Uh, whenever you can pull off a male stripper gimmick and make it the hottest shit ever, like, he came out with assless chaps and did a strip tease for the ladies before he wrestled, took off the chaps, threw that shit in the crowd. He was an asshole. He's flipping his mullet. Oh, man. HBK was the best, and he was, he was the small dude around the bigger guys, and he was just in there, and girls were just throwing themselves at him, and... Guys really fucking hated him. Like, Bret Hart hated him. Um, it's one of the best rivalries in pro wrestling. Yeah, Shawn Michaels man, is Bret the Hart goat. Bret Hart was my dude, they man. They fucked him watch over. Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Bret Hart was the, my, like, Shawn is the great. Kane is mine, man. Kane? And I, I stopped watching it because what I seen, like, made me sick. I think about a year's, when when he first, when he took off his mask, I was like, man, what the fuck? Yeah, that shit was why. And then when he put it back on, I stopped watching yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that mask hair. she has, it, it fucking makes me sick. Had a bad but I think he, <laughs> I think he carried the attitude era. It was, I mean, that's hard to say with The Rock and Stone Cold and everybody else. But what? Who was bigger and stronger than him? Like you Sting actually was feared my dude. him. The one time I went Sting to watch wrestling, it was Sting. Sting Taker. Jimmy I Hulk. hated he waited so late to come to the. I was a Hulk dude. You're a Hulk dude. A lot of people he were was super though. watched by my. I think the. I think the first match I ever seen Hulk Hogan was when he what fucking match I can't think of what WCW pay per view was. Oh but shit, yeah, it's a Dennis Rodman was his partner. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about WCW. I'm talking about WWE Hulk. WWF back WWF. in the day. Yeah, I saw him yeah. body slam fucking Andre the Giant. I remember, like, I mean, I'm a deep wrestling head. Granted, that, I, I was born in '88. That documentary? I remember all this shit. Yeah, that shit was incredible. Um, the Ric Flair one almost made me cry. Real talk. <laughs> um, yeah, because they had him like before his stroke and then yeah. the after. It was like, He drank damn. 37 beers or mixed drinks a day. 
for Damn. every day for 35 years. Damn. Yeah, he was a super drinker. That's crazy. He's a super drinker. Fucking nuts. Um, but yeah, so like going back, like I, I love pro wrestling, love all that shit. But man, it's what do you think about the how it is the landscape of wrestling now? now? I love wrestling now, but I'm I'm a wrestling nerd, so I watch like New Japan pro wrestling and fucking Ring of Honor and stuff. People are like, "What are you talking about?" See, like I, I was never like, this big is on like, wrestling when yeah. I was. I think my dad my dad sent me and my brother to it was either WCW or WWF, but I, wherever Sting was at, WCW, yeah. WCW, and they came out here. And it was uh, I remember Sting was like had took like a he wasn't nowhere in wrestling for like a couple weeks or months or whatever it was, and then that was the day like he just dropped from the sky from the rafters, yeah, yeah. yeah. With the we, bat. in he Vegas, came, yeah. He came back from like he came yeah, back he had with came the crow back. shit, yeah. He left and he, he had, had the, like the, flame, the blonde yeah, top, yeah, yeah, and like colorful yeah. shit, and then he came back like the crow, and, and he was, was tripping with the NWO yeah. and, and shit. That that's when I was like, oh shit, fuck up the NWO. That was a good storyline. Uh, yeah, man. See, you know the fuck, shit. I don't know how WCW fumbled. <laughs> they yeah, fumbled they, that whole shit. They, they like, you got two week. of the greatest factions to me in wrestling history, which was NWO and then the Wolfpack. You, you got to know how. You got to know Four business. Horsemen. Like, y'all had the greatest fucking. They don't know business. You can't let the it's inmates crazy. run the asylum, right? Like, you got to. There's a pecking order. People did not know the pecking order. We talking about white folks right now. Um, but like, uh, <laughs> nah, you can't, you can't, you can't do it. Like, you can't let the new guys make, you know, five hundred thousand dollars more than Ric Flair. So I, when I hear you guys, I hear you guys talking about wrestling. Like, well, I hear you guys every Friday, every Friday morning for the longest. So for the most part, y'all like criticizing it. Yeah. Andres almost in it. Almost. So, so my thing is, do you think compared to like the Attitude Era, when I don't think the wrestling was as good, but the fucking content was great, was amazing. Do do, do they even care now because they're making so much money uh, being they like do. PG? It could, it could be better. I didn't um, even know they didn't do pyro no more. Nah, no pyro, no no explosions, none of that cool shit. What? Yeah, yeah. Nah, you can't like uh, Kane used to have the fire, no fire. Why you can't do uh, that? They cut the budget. For no reason, they got mad money, um, and they scared little kids. They geared towards like tiny kids. Like back in the day, like I'm you come out, man. yo, Macho Man choked the shit out of Miss Elizabeth. Like they had a full on wrestling storyline where remember? he was the domestic abuser. Macho she looked man. at Hulk Hogan, and he was like, "Do you what, remember what the hell you looking at?" And choked the shit out of her. And then Macho she man left. Was a pimp. Yo, she left. Do you Macho remember the, Man for Hulk Hogan? Do you remember the Val Venus storyline? Yeah. When, cut, when the Asian dude was going to cut, cut his, his penis, penis off? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't. Big s- sexual chocolate. Mark Henry slept with old ass Mae Young. And it was allegedly had a baby. And they showed it. Like, there's some wild shit in WWE back in the day. But I think because they're making so much money now because they got the kids. I don't know if they truly care about I watched that shit when I was a kid. But the kids are different now than it is there. We can't even bring that up. Like, I was watching Jerry Springer and shit. Like, you can't give me PG when I was 10. Like, no. Like, I, no. I know real shit. Like, I want craziness. Yeah, I wrestling wanna... was over at 11? Is it still over at 11 now? Yeah. Like, it's I was like going to school. Like, shit. I remember Sable playground, used to Playground, telling people, like, suck it. Like, yeah. getting in trouble by teachers and shit. <laughs> Sable used to come out with, with the shit over her nipples and shit. Yeah. yeah. I used to give someone just random ass Stone Cold Stunners in a playground. Like, that shit's not dangerous. Yeah. Like you just catch someone, just kick him in the stomach, just bah. Like, I used to I used to wrestle with my, my parents' pillows and they used to buy the pillows and they 
They would stick at I the had time. the wrestling pillow. Oh man, you a stunner. The wrestle buddy. Get that motherfucker yeah. stunner. I wasn't big on wrestling. My dad, my dad used to just buy that shit, bro. And yeah. I used to just, I had a wrestling buddy. I had the Hulk Hogan joint. Yo, that tell you that shit's that shit. I had all of them. I had the Ultimate Warrior to I had all of them. I might still got my That shit's worth mad though. When you when did you get into the UFC? See, I'm try I I'm trying. I'm fucking trying, but it ends so fast. Like oh, I love UFC. Yo, whenever you want, you come with me to a real show. Like, you wanna go to the show? You wanna go? I'll get us tickets to MMA. We'll go watch it. And uh when yeah. you see it live, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, like um I'll get tickets. We'll go to the next tough enough. Like, but I'll be, be trying I'll be trying, but it's like Man, it's like two seconds, motherfucker, be busted up, and then ten seconds after that, it's over. All right, next oh, I time, like UFC. Next time we got tough enough, all three of y'all will come with me. I'll get right. I'll get the front row seats and all that shit, and we'll go. And when you see someone get elbowed in the face and blood come out, and you feel it, like it's crazy because when you're on the playground as a kid, like it's so distant, so long ago. But when like you're jumping up and down, and someone's about to have a fight, and you see someone get punched in the face. And you don't know why everyone wilds the fuck out. Like, everyone's running and, oh. And everyone had these moments. Like, right. even when you weren't fighting, you saw, like, two people fighting. You got in a circle. It was like, oh, and you were just so hype and you got that, that stuff and you kind of felt, like, nervous. Yeah. Like, yo, I'm not fighting, but I'm fucking nervous. Like, someone bumped me. I'm swinging on them. Like, right. you, you feel that, like, weird anticipation. That's how you feel watching MMA. So when I see, like, and there's title fights, I can't, I'm supposed to be typing on Media Row. My hand is shaking. Like, it won't stop. Like, you feel the fight atmosphere. Yeah, I've been with the MMA shit. Yo. My, my dad was big in that when I was like, when it first started really coming on, it was pay-per-view, and before it had really got big, it was, Vegas was having it. Yeah. Or whatever, but it wasn't all around the world. So, yeah, it was a while back. It was we were watching it. But what made me get into UFC was, well, you, MMA was uh, the one wrestling I did used to watch, the, the ECW, I think it was, yeah. Extreme. And... um I think it was I forget it It was somebody's brother Who was crazy in there A Van Damme brother Yeah And then I see All the bloody shit So when I started watching it, The uh, I don't know how any The of Octagon I was like Oh shit Yeah like this is A I thought version of that EMC was real And I was like e- ECW or whatever was real I, was I like, don't know oh, how Any oh, of them shit. are still living Yo I mean, ECW people ECW Sabu like, is still That shit was funny Oh they were going through like they fire. Were, yeah, they were tripping. Yeah, Mick Foley doesn't have an ear. That's why I when see, I started I seen watching you, UFC, I seen you. Um, yo, this is real. I yeah. seen you on Twitter, man. When you 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 liked it, you know, when you like something, it pops up on Twitter, and it was a uh, uh, the Sandman entrance. Yeah, and I was like, with the beer. Fuck, fuck man, that Kendo took me back, man. In the end. He used to take the <laughs> oh. beer and hit himself in the head. Yeah, and he started bleeding. Bleed. And there was New Jack oh, who put a fucking stapler on his head. Man, ECW was crazy. ECW was crazy, bro. And he stapled papers to his forehead on his entrance, like with a staple gun. It's not like with a stapler at a school desk. Like you take a staple gun. ECW was crazy, bro. But ECW was like all out. Every time I see the dude who had like the barbed wire bat, he used to hit motherfuckers with like the Sandman. No, that was no Sandman had the cane stick. He had like a bob wire. Turn funk. I was like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? So that shit was crazy. But um, yeah, man, UFC, I got into it because I've always liked boxing. My grandmother is Puerto Rican, so we watched boxing forever. And then it just turned into, when I turned it into career, they uh, were like, uh, do you want to cover MMA? And I was like, it's like it ain't boxing, but yo, fuck it, you gonna pay me? Yeah, I would go, I would cover it, and then absolutely, like the live show, it's just, it's just so much. Is that is different. that why like the UFC put so many paper? I mean, so many fights on TV because I'll be mad as fuck if I bought like a seventy dollar pay per view and the fight's over in ten 
10 seconds. I mean, people mad as fuck about Tyson. That's true. God damn. No, it's, right? Like, nah, that but shit. That's, that's different, though, because the Tyson fight was like one. Nah, people was mad as fuck about Tyson, though. After Tyson a while, it was kind of like, I'm tired of watching Tyson. When he was just knocking <laughs> people out, it was people that was mad. Yeah, that know. was like really Dude, buying tickets. When Tyson would have a fight, though, it, it turned, was it was a full fledged event. Yeah. Like Las Vegas. It's like a Conor McGregor late. fight. Like Conor McGregor, his biggest fight yeah, was against Jose Aldo. And that shit was hyped up for so long. Aldo got hurt, pulled out. They had to fight again in December. And then um, when they finally got into the octagon and Conor McGregor, everyone bought that shit. And Conor McGregor was standing against Aldo. And he's fucking yelling out Aldo. And Aldo's like, yeah, bring it. And Aldo rushes him and throws one punch. Conor throws one punch. Conor knocks his ass out. 13 seconds. Cold. Yeah, that's kind of like. like, yo. It's fucking incredible. It lost their mind. Like, with that's Tyson, what you go for. You Tyson, go for I think brutality. they stopped. They stopped, like. Loving Tyson for him. If if it wasn't for the Buster Douglas knock, knocking knocking Tyson out, it was starting to be like motherfuckers wasn't paying for boxing no more. Yeah. And then when, when Buster Douglas so, did that, that was so early in the eighties though. We don't know. The yeah, last few I fights though, it was the rape case that that kind of yeah it slowed stalled. him down. It took it's, him out of his prime. It, it took him out. But I'm talking about after. as far as like for the business wise, like people was like cool on buying tickets because they was like, well Tyson gonna knock everybody out. And then when Buster Douglas whooped him, it was kind of like, oh shit, he's not God. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because they he they they never put him up against real boxers. No, so Tyson Tyson was fed like perfect. They fighter. put him against. But boxers. um, no, he never fought. He fought brawlers when he fought started fighting boxers. That's when he started couple. getting watched. Like, he was a brawler though. He yeah. wasn't like a yeah. But when you when when you when he started fighting boxers, that's when he started. He knocked getting, out a couple early in his career, but. He had a Buster Douglas thing was fake anyway. He yeah. been knocked Buster Douglas uh, out. That shit was he fraud. just went off the rails like. He had his coach, Costa Zoo, who was one of the best boxing trainers ever, and he died. And then yeah. Tyson, uh, comparing it to people who can kind of understand on podcasts, like Kanye, right? Kanye's batshit crazy now. Right. I attribute it, you can see the turning point when Kanye's mom died. True. So Kanye, early in his career, you got it. Every now and then someone has that. That adult figure or just that person you look up to. Yeah. They no matter how wild you get, they'd be like, yo, shut the fuck up. You do it. Yeah. Kasazu was that for Tyson. Mm. Kept on focus. Tyson could do you stray a little bit. You can talk wild, but we're gonna get down here, we're gonna get to business. And this is what we do. Kanye's mom, Kanye's mom ain't letting him do fucking Donald Trump ads. Yeah, absolutely. It ain't happening. So, but when you lose that person and you can now do whatever fuck you want, and you got nothing but yes, men. And there's no one else to tell you the real, yeah. then it's a wrap. And that's what happened to Tyson. He started dating uh, the, the black chick television. or Robin Givens. Robin Givens and shit. He started being up on her, started doing coke, gets the charge, goes to prison. He was high out of his back. mind. She that's was it. shitting on him like on national TV. Yo, like, it, when you lose that person close to you, sometimes you just can't fucking yeah. handle it. And athletes, too, have a fragile mind state. Like, they're creatures of habit. You do the same thing. You tape your wrist the same way. You wear the same cleats. You wear the same this. You got to get dressed at this time. You got to go and warm up at this time. You have this person that you're always talking to. When you lose that person, they're just like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And he just went off. And drugs are always the easiest thing to do. You got money, there's drugs. You fucking do drugs. You wild out. And Kanye is no different. Talking well, about like he's addicted to pills when he got like, right. what the fuck, he get lipo and got addicted to yeah, prescription true, drugs? Man. Like some random shit. But like, come on, man. Like they were told you cut that shit out. One, how you get lipo? Your mom just died of surgery. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But he, he just has no, no nothing. There's no conscience. They lose their conscience. Right. Yeah. And they never had one to begin with, but they had a person to be there. And they lose that person. It goes off the deep end. So Tyson would have been a completely different fighter 
if Kansas City stayed alive and facts and the entire way you would have beat Holyfield at least once. Lennox fight would have been completely different. Like he he was just a better boxer. He was more skilled. He was more owned in when he had him. When he didn't, everything changed. Well, before we get into the bullshit, um, let's get into the bullshit. Speaking of sports, as a fucking Spurs fan, I have never ever had a summer like this. I let you hear it. As soon as Kawhi got, tri- I let you hear it. Fuck, I was the first man. person on your page, dude. Did you? And then you see the picture. The, the <laughs> picture yesterday. Yeah, that's that shit made Lakers. me sick, man. You see that? That shit made me sick. Kawhi, and then, KD, LeBron, and then, it's happening next year. And then I, uh, I mm-hmm. got it. And now Ginobili is contemplating retirement. And I know it's coming, but it's like, fuck, Y'all a rat, man. man. Pop about not, to walk he away. Been, he over. been playing for 50 years. He should have been retired. Yeah, but when, when, when you were a fan, like I've been a fan of one team and one team only. You just when I play the video out. games, I play with one team and I play with one team only. It's been like this since 99. This is the first like summer that's just been fucking heartbreaking. Yeah, video games not for you if you're only playing for one team. You got yeah, I can only play with the Spurs, man. Nah, but um, look forward to USA basketball. You don't use Mario when you play Mario Kart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I only use who I use. That's true. I only use use Luigi when I play Mario Kart. Luigi and Luigi only. The new one, Luigi's my boy. And I got to play with everybody. Everybody. Have you played uh the Mario Kart on the Switch? Nah, and that's nah. the greatest thing to fucking ever happen. I am happen. doing that with my NHL, though. That is Dude, the greatest thing that ever happened. the NHL happen. game. NHL is dope. Do you got what? the Switch, though? What? The nah, Switch is the greatest fucking thing that ever happened I got the NHL folks 18. Our age. I'm I got 19 on the I way. I fucking got on. Um, I'm playing with Vegas all day. I really? beat All day. Oh, you get this work with the Penguins. I beat... Um, oh, yeah. We got, we got to get on. What is that game? I beat the Mario. I beat the new Mario Brothers. Yeah. And then I had to go way back. Cause you know a new Crash Bandicoot came out. Oh, that's dope. That shit drives Zelda. me fucking nuts. I, I Zelda. Was I it a to... new Crash Bandicoot? I thought yeah. they just re, uh, remastered version. No, it's a new one. Oh, oh shit, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's for the Switch. Oh, no, okay. I think it's like. Oh, it's not the same no. original one, just redone. And so that shit drives me back on, fucking nuts. You on the Switch? What you on? I I had to cop a PS4. Like I'm I'm a well because the switch I'm a baseball with the game switch guy, you can play. I can I play see, at I home. See that shit look dope. I can play at home and then when I'm done with it, I can take it and I can while I'm in car and shit. I yeah. can. But I, Zelda I is too, Zelda is like a fucking. You are really like 13. You got the Zelda switch. is like a fucking <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's too open. Yeah. I have to sit down and not like uh, really play I got shit. it from my kids. Where did you just compare Zelda to Grand Theft like, Auto? Grand Theft Auto like an open world. It's an open world. That is Zelda now. No. Like you, got, um, you got a PlayStation or an Xbox? I got both, but Xbox. Oh, what I'm on right I now. still get on Xbox sticks. Man, I got I all that shit. Working. I got, I got the Switch. <laughs> I got, we got the Switch. We got the, uh, the Switch, the Xbox, and then in my room, I got the, the, the original Nintendo, the Super Nintendo. I got like the little Sega. You so you don't got a PS4? Why are we talking to him? We can stop play, talking to him. Like, I'm still like, like a This video or? game is like. I play like, <laughs> like eleven. Yeah. <laughs> fuck y'all. He said we're um, turtle draw. I just want to say to all y'all like, <laughs> fuck y'all for real. <laughs> no, no, I, mean, I, I don't play two K or nothing. Dog. That's it. That's yeah. it for me. Two K on, on, on Xbox. Oh, on Xbox. Two K on PlayStation. But um, I stayed up until fucking midnight watching the fucking MTV Video Awards. Yes. What year is this? Like, it's 99 again? <laughs> oh, what I tell you, did y'all, check, did y'all watch any of it? No. No, no. I got Twitter. I don't even watch that shit. I'm so fucking bad, man. Look, I, I, I don't all, even know if I want to talk about it. I was asleep all day, most of the day, but I was like, <laughs> shit, let me get up. 
And I started watching this shit while I was at work and shit. The the few performances, Travis Scott. Uh, I fucked with Travis Scott's yeah, performance. His Travis performance. Uh, I see everybody hyping Nicki. Nicki Minaj's performance, Ariana Grande performance. I did watch the J Lo shit. I watched why, a few why, performances. Um, I watched all that shit on Twitter. It took me yeah. ten minutes. People <laughs> watched it for three hours on time. I, fu- well, yeah, I, I, I fucked with the Travis Scott. Nicki was in, and I, is she the first person? I mean, I did like was, Travis Scott performance. Hers was performance pre-recorded. Was dope. I don't really care for his music, it but was. his performance was dope. No, his last album was, was pre-recorded. It was pre-recorded. Oh, but she was there though, wasn't she? She yeah, was yeah. there, but she didn't perform there. It was our she had already did that's that. Trash. Yeah, so, super trash. Real quick before we go on, you see Nikki's okay. ass at the VMA. That shit the is that Mondo yes. burger one, she carrying one to ten. Let's just say this: you didn't know it was Nicki Minaj in the front. Zero. You just see a girl with that in the back. You smashing? Yes or no? No, absolutely not. I'm not an ass man. I'm a titty man. That shit look nasty. I never, I never seen it. No, like I didn't. That. I didn't. I, I didn't I'm like the look it. of it. I'm not gonna lie. I it never, don't look good. I never I'm, seen. I'm, it. I'm hitting but it's big, once, once she turn around and she's Nicki Minaj. I'm hitting. <laughs> but the first I, view of it is like mm, I had cool. never seen it. Like like a a view a, a straight back shot of yeah. her. I had never seen it. That shit is disgusting. I'm no, hitting. I'm hitting good. if she Nicki Johnson. I work at but Walmart. But it just it, it wasn't as bad. So what's what's going on with Nicki? It wasn't no, as bad was at bad. first. No, that shit just dropped though. Like um, I know a couple of chicks on on IG. I don't know them, know them, but like uh, let me not get fucked up by my fiance. I don't know them like that. But I know a chick who like uh, <laughs> who've gotten that shot. Listen, man, I work for BSO. I had to do a lot of for the bros and shit. Um, so I see chicks with ass shot And that shit just drops You don't get it right Like you gotta that keep it nasty. I was Maintain. wondering I'm like why is her ass shit, so what's low What's name damn near died Trying to get hers out K. Michelle Hell yeah, yeah. yeah Her ass cheeks purple I was like why well, is guess, her shit so I guess low What's can, going on I guess we can skip past the VMAs Shit I mean, It was trash Well no we can We can speak on that That weak ass Kevin Hart And Tiffany Haddish I was already over Kevin Hart But that shit there was Oh that shit He hosted no, nah, they just came out they like came trying to out, be funny, and that shit was. And they was like trying to crack their jokes and shit, like try to roast the crowd or whatever. It was hella trash. And uh, I gotta look that up. That sounds. I fucks with. I it was trash. I gotta look that up. Um, you I don't ain't think gonna Tiffany like Haddish is like that funny. Tiffany Haddish said know. said a joke about DJ Khaled. He was like, "Oh, DJ Khaled, she got you on that." I was like, "What the fuck am I watching right now?" <laughs> I think she's that funny. Watch. Like the J Lo shit was. I mean, she oh, didn't deserve shit. that. At all Video Vanguard She did not deserve did. that Oh come on It's J-Lo Like what She did When they gonna give Missy that Her just man Is Missy not on there yet No Well regardless Missy gotta come next But J-Lo Yeah you're fronting Like J-Lo is in fire Like what? Jenny from the block 50 year old J-Lo No 50 old J- nah, J-Lo J- looks J- better J- than Nikki. J-Lo still look good as a Yo I, I, I don't I, know about a video I, I was looking at her I've I don't know about a video makeup. I'm a diehard Yankees fan mm. And I was like yo A-Rod's my boy but I gotta look at J Lo's ass though. Like I was like, you I know, don't wait. But you like the J Lo as an artist? J Lo has some cuts. Not, she has like, some cuts, but she's not a video fan. Not a war winner. I'm cool on that. That was pure. Oh, that's that why was, you doing was, this. See y'all, y'all New York niggas. Y'all just stick together regardless. You like up. she from the Bronx, Queen Cardi. So, uh, all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got a Cardi Christ T-shirt in my closet right now. Boy, stop it! I swear to God. I was how New York I was gonna come in here and shit on Madonna. But then, oh, she looked a hot ass. Yeah, but then she said that she was just she was asked to say some shit. She was just going out there to present a reward. I mean, yeah, she was uh, going out there to present an award. Yeah. So she wasn't supposed to be giving no Aretha Franklin tribute. MTV just threw that on her. 
I don't know, Tiana Taylor looked look like that. she looked like a... Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. Some that's the, the, that's the first time. He keep, he keep calling her Billy Blank. I told you. That's I, the first I, time I've really seen you. it. Like, yeah. Oh, Tiana, she's strong in the face. Oh. She's strong, oh. period. She's my boy. I can't. Jeremiah, oh. you, better, uh, you better chill out. I, she don't do it. Tiana Taylor, like, she well, gonna whoop some I shit. I guess because the, uh, the, the fucking... We all agree that the MTV Awards was super trash. Do we give a fuck about... Well, I was gonna come in here and talk about the Nikki fallout, but then we've seen the fallout because she didn't cancel the fucking the tour. The right. tour, Nikki did. Yeah. yeah, she canceled the tour in the U.S. She's still doing she it in the, the U.K. They don't know overseas. no better. They ain't seen her in future going overseas, right? Twitter, it's her, but, is it her? Yeah, as it was her in future the, anyway. As far as the U.S., that shit is yeah. Future canceled it. Future pulled out first, and then she dropped it. Said she can't why. practice. She ain't gonna practice shit anyway. It's not like she danced. She ain't Chris Brown. But, I, but hey, the uh, the um, shout out to the pre-sale Travis tickets Scott. wasn't good, right? None of the shit she was, was trying good. To, she was trying to launch it. It wasn't even nah. none of it. It wasn't um, even getting no attention. No, nah, they said like the Vegas show had two thousand tickets sold for a sixteen thousand seat venue in T-Mobile. Sheesh. Brooklyn was the highest ticket sales for Barclays. It was three thousand three hundred. Yeah, that's trash. That ain't shit. Out of sixteen, seventeen thousand, like you can't do shit with that. That's yeah, like, what I'm saying. Presale tickets was horrible. So Reed does more than that in their podcast. Yeah. Shout out to Travis shout Scott. Shout out to though. the bar. Travis. Tra- shout out to Travis Scott. He's been super respectful. Oh yeah, he's he's. He, she didn't call him nigga. Curse. She didn't call him a whole nigga. <laughs> a fucking that curse ain't easy to break either. She no, is like strong. She is shitting on him. Yeah, and he's just like nah, yo. That kid got he got the strength of ten men. He's a fucking Jedi. Like to break the Kardashian curse, though. Like it's taking out. But some I real guess, brothers. he's. He's. But he's. To be fair, Lamar, though. To Lamar be fair, Odom though. Lamar Odom was LeBron before LeBron. Like Lamar Odom was a six ten. But to be fair, though, he's, he's 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 with the kind of the outcast. Who? No, Travis he's, Scott. No, he's with Kylie. Yeah, but she's like you got. She's like you got Michael, and then you got the fucking Jacksons. You got she Kylie. Nah, nigga. Had, and then you got she's the, the new wave. Plastic she's the new wave. 16. She's the new wave. Yeah, like yeah. I don't like her, and my kid, for whatever reason my kids like her, and I hate that shit. Kylie's the new wave. Kylie but is, she's not it, into the shit that the rest of the Kardashians are into. No, nah, I don't is, know. It's like she had a curve. With she me, it's like curve. if yeah. if if Kim is is Michael, uh, Kylie is Janet. Like she came up in that next little era. Yeah. Like I'm the shit still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kylie, exactly. Kylie the wave. Like, but she a whole movie. She she's still part of them. She just had. She just grew up in it, and then she was like, oh, by the way, I'm kind of not cute, so let me get this plastic surgery at like 16. Got the fake ass, nice chest, but once again, doctors are better today, so and Kim getting the fake ass in like 2002, got to bust it open for Ray J. Today, you get the fake ass, and you on Instagram, you got three million followers. And speaking of uh, Lamar Odom, he said he had 12 fucking strokes and six heart attacks. Did you watch the whole coma. thing? Yeah, yeah, I was actually I entertained. I was actually pretty this, entertained. This was the first one. Like I watched the Kevin Hart uh, Coldest Balls list shit. This was the first one that it was actually like, oh, okay, this is a good, this is a good one. Yeah. This was actually entertaining. Was the rest deep, of them yeah. was like hella boring. Twelve nah. strokes and six heart attacks in a coma. How the fuck are you? He getting ready to hoop again? It's a lot of Viagra. Bro. Oh, he's not. No, yeah, he's hooping in. Uh, is it yeah. China? China. And he wants oh, to do the, the big three too. Yeah. Um, but no, nah, yeah, this it, is wild. Like, but once again, you take a lot of Viagra. I'm guessing that shit, <laughs> cocaine and Viagra. Hey, hey, listen, I never done coke. Like, it's not my thing. I don't think it's like. Part of the culture necessarily. I don't know. These young kids do that shit, but I hear like you have trouble performing when you're yeah, you take a little bit too much coke. So absolutely. then you got to stuff that shit with Viagra. He wasn't doing coke at like you know a kid's birthday party. Like he wasn't doing coke like in the bathroom. He was having fun of a fucking you know hotel or a club. He was doing coke for three days in a brothel 
where he was staying for free and having as many girls as he wants. You gotta supplement that with some fucking Viagra. So you mix Coke Viagra. I don't, I don't think he, I don't think the whole bill was free. I think I think the stay was free, but I think he was paying for the girls. So. That deal. He said yeah, but he said, <laughs> he, said he had like a seventy five thousand dollar tab. That's what the guy came out and said. That's quick. Whoever, if he didn't OD, he wouldn't have to pay that. By the way, I'm whoever sure. the fucking Eagles are, do anybody in here know who the Eagles are? I know. They surpassed group, Michael yeah. Jackson like for the highest group? selling album. That's in, my fiance is like US half white. I know that, that shit don't that shit don't count because it was a it's a it's a best of compilation album. That's just trash. That's yeah. bullshit. Nah, we not nah, counting that shit. Mike, Mike is still the goat. goat. Yeah. And then um I don't know what's the shit with Tevin Campbell. Okay, yo, people are crushing Tevin Campbell. Tevin Campbell one is one of the best cartoon transitions in history because him being in a goofy movie is so fucking dope. You didn't know he was the dude from the Goofy movie. Yes, he, he was. was. He was in the Goofy movie. I remember that. Yeah, I on remember. stage. I got the t-shirt of that too. That shit is fire. But so, Tevin so, Cannon, so no. was it because of a somebody said something about he wasn't credible to do a Aretha Franklin tribute or some shit? Why not? Like, is he though? Is is his voice strong enough for that? Who the hell else? Like, is anyone's nowadays? Who, like, who are you Tevin gonna get? Campbell? Yeah, so. when I think of Aretha, I'm thinking of like strong fucking vocalists. Who how, name the strong vocalists Tim, around Tim today? What his peak was? Yeah. A strong vocalist? I, I don't, don't think he was ever a strong vocalist. I remember I him always being in falsetto. What? Like no, no. Nah. I don't know. If that's just falsetto. I think that's his regular singing. Yeah, like I, I mean, it was. I don't. Nah, because when I mean, he did uh, now all now around the world, that chicks, but yeah. um, I don't remember him being like a strong, 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 strong vocalist. No, but how many are there? Like who? Right now, you gotta name five. So you're doing then you gotta name a strong doing? homosexual vocalist. Like, there's none. Yeah, like you, you gotta have that ambiguity. <laughs> like, Whoa, what? There's none. He's not a. He's not. He's fucking yeah, okay. <laughs> he just made Tevin Campbell gay. What well, goes if he is? If he is there's strong like, evidence <laughs> to support his claim. Listen, man. Like, <laughs> if he is or he is, like he just there's not too many strong vocalists. Like Chris Brown can only do so many fucking tributes. He's not a, he's he's not a strong vocalist. Either. No, but it'll like, be all women. Like does, they gonna have fucking who? like Kiki like, White. Okay, Kiki ain't got number top. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Hudson You gotta put Yolanda Adams in there she You gotta put a dude on there though You have to put a, a, a male on there Every trip you had a male artist Bring Neil back Neil's not a strong vocalist either I don't know any Tim, male strong vocalist Tim Anthony Cam- Hamilton Eric Benet Tevin Campbell's probably, no. he's probably the, best suited. Is Eric Benet uncancelled? Have we forgiven him? Oh I forgot about that like we're good? Yeah I forgot Can't go full Eric Benet But continue I didn't know he was back no, I guess like hip hop. He was like, never a major vocalist either, though. He has a voice. He got a voice. Man, look, yo, there's only so many people who can sing. Tyree. Not I heard Tyrese live. Tyrese is a, Tyrese is a strong fucking. I heard Tyrese Tank live. Ty- Tank, Tank is better than Tyrese. Uh, you think Anthony so? oh, Hamilton? Tank, Tank get, I don't know about. I don't know if he's stronger than Tyrese, but Tank is a better vocalist for sure. Tyrese just be exaggerating. Anthony shit. Hamilton. Anthony Hamilton, absolutely. Anthony, yeah. Anthony Hamilton made me want to eat a, eat a pot of greens and go to sleep. Exactly. Like, you be John Legend too. Is a strong John's vocalist. Okay. Uh, John just gonna play the piano. We just talking about right a tribute song. though. Uh, for a tribute. Yeah, you got a good voice. Right song. You got Tevin, him. Tevin Campbell works to me in my mind when I'm thinking about it. Tevin Campbell works. Uh, okay. When did Tevin Campbell? What Tevin? Fuck it. I, I can't think. I can't think of the name of the song off the top one, of my head. But you it was need one he had someone who actually cares. I hate when tributes are done. That is true. By that people, you need somebody to care who about just, the artist. Artist uh, who now, just Kev, fits now, his as voice. As far as Tevin goes, and then you throw yeah. it. 
Like, you can't just throw Christina Aguilera into mad shit. Like, yo, if Christina has no attachment to singer A who dies, she just can't do a trip. But that's just because. I think Trey Songs would be a, a good. Get um, the fuck out of here. This is like not Trey. Trip the fuck out. Hold like on. Trey? Trey first album, Aretha Franklin is on there. You forgot Trey Songs wrote songs for you, Aretha Franklin. Nah. Somebody that cares about the artist? Has a vocalist? What? No. I'm saying, no. No one got to sound just like I said. I was speaking as far as caring that care about the artist. That's what I'm talking about. I don't want to hear Trey Songz sing no fucking. I I don't want to hear the nigga (laughs) sing hardly nothing no more. Listen, I was drunk with my favorite artist at like Dre's Beach Club on my birthday. I can't help but tell you, my people at Dre's. had a wreath on. I just got to make it. Aretha Franklin is on there. She's on that album. Yeah, I'll tell you. She is. No one acknowledges shit on Trey Songz. And that was a great fucking album. That was a dope ass album. But no, nobody acknowledged it. And that's fucked up. Y'all too cool for Trey's shit. Yeah, I, I fuck with all the Trey. That's this. Trey been on a. Yeah, like, I just got to no, make an album. Trey been, been on a downward yeah. spiral. Because he's going into the. He want to. You don't know if nah, his last album. His last album. Was Tremaine. Was cool. Tremaine. Like Tremaine was fire. And it was hella. Females. I didn't listen to none of that. He ain't been on that rap shit with this last album. Tremaine was like loving shit. Like he lost his girl type shit. Yeah, yeah. Trigger was. Trigger was. The album. The album. The album with uh, the album with uh, Dive In was his last like greatest body work. No, Tremaine album Tremaine. is dope. Oh, fire. Throw that shit on the car. I ain't listen Tremaine, but Tremaine, Tremaine album, album is dope. Tremaine, was good. Tremaine is the best one he's had in like maybe five years. Like it, it's it's super dope. So yeah, listen to that. Oh, but okay, yeah, Trey, so you acting like you ain't fight girls over like what? Probably 2014. It had that Trey songs mix going no, I was with the neighbors. 2014. Neighbors know my name. Watched it to it. Neighbors know my name. That was still uh, married in Listen, I was married to That was pain, pleasure, and Passion. neighbors know my name. That's pretty yeah. good. That was an amazing project. Yeah. You like, like Trigger? Trey Songs came through in the clutch Trigger, for Trigger. That's when he started to get to the rap. I didn't really care for Trigger, but what? This last album was slow dope. motion. I mean, he had some songs Four? on there, but this, this, so, this, mm. Shit. hey, well, before we get up out of here, man, um, shout out to Vic Mensa. You put me on this. Yeah. Uh, in response to Chicago's police department setting up, they set up a bait truck in the neighborhood. Full of Jordans and Louboutins, I think you said it was. Looking for thieves. Like, what the fuck? Listen, I'm an upstanding citizen of the law, <laughs> but you put that shit in front of me, I'm probably taking a couple pair. Like, oh, yeah. Like, Big Mensa set up a, a, a truck of his own in the same spot to give out um, Nikes. To the kids, uh, that's crazy. That's in need. It's, it's, it's Chicago. Now though, you say right? you ain't gonna get in trouble, right? Nah, yeah, I don't know. Where, where, where? Fuck the racist ass Chicago Police Department. That's, yeah, with all with everything we hear they have going on, that's crazy. Like y'all don't got nothing better to do than bait kids with free with shoes. It's like they, it's like they continue to agitate and then be surprised when don't nobody want to talk to them. That shit fucked up. Yeah, nah. I mean, that's wild. Listen, man, it's I ain't trusting police. Like yeah. it's, it's twenty eighteen. Chicago, Chicago has a, a long. All police departments do, but Chicago has like a long history of racism within that department. And I was reading some stats um, yesterday, and between two thousand eight and two thousand fifteen, seventy four percent of the four hundred and four shootings by police were against black people. Oh, I believe it. I believe that. Listen, I'm in the news 72 percent of investigative stops that didn't result in an arrest was black people. In 2013, 46 percent of police traffic stops were against black people. 
And then, you know, not to mention the murder of Laquan McDonald. Yeah. I think everybody's seen yeah. that one. And then, you know, the assassination of Fred Hampton. The guy Fred Hampton, you know, well, an agent slipped something in his drink. <laughs> he was passed out. The police department came and raided the apartment, Cold shot the shot whole up. apartment up, pulled him out, asked, was he still alive? He was still breathing, but he he had some bullet wounds in his shoulder, I believe. Shot him two times in the head. Assassination. Yo, I'm telling you, like, it's uh, being in the news and working for a news station, you see some wild shit. And, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not getting any better. Like, the overall political climate of the country, it's uh, definitely divided, to say the least. Like, I got to post a lot of Trump shit. I think it's always been like that. It's just now it's on the forefront. Um, no, now people, it's on the forefront. You really drug the motherfuckers out who yeah. believe that America should be the way it was founded on. Yeah, people people feel like it's cool to be racist. Like, like right. that shit's cool to a lot of people. Like, in the comment section, I'm like, yo, I can see your picture. Like, fam, we they got, do not I care. I can see if you got mutual friends. This they shit is Facebook. They do not care. Like, they were tripping. Yeah, it, it, it was shocking me because there was a there was a news post floating around just a couple days ago about the quote unquote gang party. Gang party. Yeah, and I seen so many. I reported that. I seen so many comments. <laughs> talk about name on the I seen so many like um, comments from my you know my Facebook friends like, man. I can't believe these these white these white people. This is what y'all think of us and these racist ass white people. And I'm like, I mean, just now. To be fair though, that shit was a gang party. Like I, I had to report it. Like they. But like, uh, I mean, like, what is a gang? Party? What is a gang party? Like what is a gang party? Yeah. Yeah. Or was it just people there? Y'all feel well? The police department feel was affiliated. And they no, they no uh, they set up like a clever like sting to follow these people who were gang affiliated from L.A. A lot of those people weren't from here. And I they, think um, most of them were. Um, the people that got arrested Rio, was all a lot from of here. Ones from here. Arrested, the, were yeah. the ones they put on the on the the nine. There was a uh, over thirteen arrested. Only nine um, photos came out, but even then, like they they put a sting together, and yeah, they they had a party and they followed them and figured they were gang affiliated. Listen, some people aren't fucking gangs. Like they have five guns on them. Like people carry guns on them. Like I got. Listen, I got friends who sell drugs. I got friends like I'm from New York. Like, I'm, but my the, thing the is, block is still the block. But that's that's what you run the risk of, right? Like, that's why I'm not gang affiliated. Like, it's why I'm not so, so, going to. But gang what's bars. a gang? First, first off, this whole gang unit shit coming back is gay as shit. But the um, like I don't like what's a gang party it, because of me and my friends got together and we happen to be in gangs at the gang party or. If I go to my family's event and it's a birthday party, is it my fault that I was from a gang however many years ago? Like, a lot of the people that was arrested don't, not really, uh, it's the difference between a gang member and a gang bangers. Like, they're, they're, they was members of this gang. They not looking out to, I'm finna go kill somebody today. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's oh, yeah, not, nah, nah, not that the intent was there. Nah, definitely not. But once again, you got five guns. So who the fuck cares about intent? Like, I mean, at that point, right? Like, sometimes people just carry guns to carry guns. Listen, white people in this country carry guns all the fucking time. And exactly. People applaud them. That shit's also ridiculous. So, um, listen, you can have your segment, but once again, you show up to Walmart with a fucking gun. Who is shooting at you? Like, this isn't the Wild West. You're not fucking quick draw McGraw. That's pretty unnecessary. But it's just some people so, that just keep guns on them. Yeah. We and just... once again, that's cool if you run the risk. Once again, that's cool. Listen, I, I got close friends who still sell drugs, who still do this. And listen, we cool peoples. I get in your car, I know what the business is. Right. I'm running the risk. So if I know, and listen, my, my cousin just came home from up north. Um, 
just came home, all this stuff. I was like, cool. He's like, oh, I'm going to change it around, start doing my music again, all this shit. Next thing you know, he's asking where the hoes at. Oh, right. I'm, I'm back to, oh, I'm a P and all this shit. Like, he just came home two weeks ago. I'm like, yo, you putting this shit on social media? Like, you pimping, you doing all this again? Like, you just want to go back up north. You're running the risk. Right. If I hang out with you, you got a video shoot, I media, I'm all this shit. I go to video shoot. I'm black. I'm running the risk. I know if I'm there and some shit pop off, he got a gun, definitely got some weed. Yeah. Got three chicks who probably got a record for hoeing but it was on just the strip a and all this shit. Like, it, I don't know. Once again, if I'm there, we don't got enough time to get into it. I assume the risk. And that, that's all I'm saying. Like, some people probably were wrongfully whatever. The five people with guns, cool. You got a gun. You chose the risk to have a gun. That shit unregistered. And you black. You black with a gun. What the hell you think? You like you ain't get shot. It's just common sense today. I'm inside so of a building. I'm inside of a building, a place of establishment. Uh, lucky I didn't get shot. Why are you here? Like, because that's how I look at it. Like, no, and you're if, so right. Because it's when just, I look at it, like if if I see a, a group of white people, masking any any race, they walking around with their guns. They you know they can carry, or if they can't carry, because Vegas you can you can have a weapon. Yeah. If you're not a felon, you can walk around with a weapon. That you're you're legally you good. Correct. So. I can walk around with a weapon as much as I want to for whatever reason. It don't have to be because I'm I'm scared of the next gang member coming to be. It could be I'm scared that this person gonna come shoot me in my head while I'm in my car. Whatever the reason is, protect your family to protect each other. Whatever the reason is, right? So whatever the reason is, I got I got a weapon. My y'all set up a gang sting for it. It literally was this guy's birthday party. Mm -hmm. Now regardless of who he hang with, who he kicked it with, who his friends is, where he grew up at, fuck all of that. That don't matter. This is literally this is just his birthday party. Yep. Some white man just throw a birthday party And it don't matter if his family is Ku Klux Klan If he got family to do this His family to do that You're not saying okay I'm finna follow them Because I know that his family is a part of the Ku Klux Klan So I'm gonna follow him and I'm gonna set this thing up And I'm finna go in there 50 police deep To arrest people with traffic tickets Yeah I mean once again That's systematical racism Like that. that's just some shit that happens yeah, right? Like, right. So it, it's, it should be equal It should be fair also but thinking like them, it, it's a not, birthday party would be the perfect place for yeah, sting like, because everybody's is vulnerable. That, yeah. Relaxed. yeah, and and they just did it. They had an agenda, right? That doesn't make it. And it was labeled a gang party. Listen, if every if a majority of people there narrative are in a corrode. gang, and then people forget then that you can narrative, paint it narrative how controls. You feel. Yeah, you can paint how you want to. Paint. Like that. That's really what it is. Like if. If we're just blooded out, like if we're looking like a fucking Takashi Six Nine video and we're yelling Treyway and shit at a party, like it's probably they can spin it as a gang party. You can legitimately call it a gang party if several people from a gang are there. It right. doesn't mean that it's like the shit was on the flyer, like yeah. yo, uh, blood gang party, real hotel suite. Like nah, like some normal ass people go to normal party. Like you know the normal people, it's bad for them to go and and the shit's not right. Um, you know, these neo-Nazis hold fucking rallies in the street and cops walk by, walk with them to protect them from people. Yeah. Right. Openly neo-Nazi people with right. guns and weapons. Oh, this is registered. Yeah, but they're a fucking hate monger. They're, they didn't register these weapons for good reason. Like, they should probably be taken off the street Real to shit. protect them. So, um, no, it was definitely like some profiling and shit like that going on. I'm just saying there, there was enough to call it a gang party. Some people, most people there weren't gang members. That's probably the first time I've and ever then, heard that term. Yeah, used, like though, but it creates. I mean, just the, the fact that they, just the fact that they hit the news. What was crazy to me? We we had a party a few years ago for my nephew or whatever mm -hmm. um, at the M. We was hella deep. The 
The police came in And mind you They did the whole thing Like the security came first and Before the police came When the police finally came They found like 15 guns It wasn't in the news though Yeah Nobody went to jail They found 15 guns Nobody went to jail So now this is in the news You find five guns And most of the people That went to jail Had a traffic ticket it's the agenda. That's my yeah. thing. That's the key. It's the, the agenda. agenda. So the it was narrative it creates. Right. Yeah, it wasn't like a random thing. Like right. they knew he was having a birthday party. They knew who they wanted there. Yeah, that's how they wasn't there with and, my nephew. They was like, we knew he was having a birthday party. They called him like he got a anonymous phone. Like, we're watching you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're paying so attention to this. So they don't do this shit random. Like, they let a lot of people get away with drugs on them. They'll take the fucking drugs because they're weird and corrupt. And they'd be right. like, yo, don't do this again and keep it moving. Right. But some people, you got a little bit on you wrapped up the wrong way. It's intent to sell. Like, there's it, either they want money, they need to hit, reach a quota, putting people in jail, or they're looking at certain people to get certain people the hell out of here. So the right. agenda is there. It's just um, how it's put out and presented, like, through the news is, sadly, they try to tell you to be unbiased. So if I'm writing a story and I'm black and six people are in a gang then and it's the party I'm probably going to say a gang party if that's how they described it if no vice versa like if it's a Nazi party and Nazi people like neo-Nazis are arrested four of them are neo-Nazis and racist the rest of their family aren't there's kids there whatever whatever they run up in there tell you this much I wrote a story about a polygamist right they ran up grabbed the polygamist he had like 18 million kids, five wives and shit like that. They arrest them. That shit's illegal in New Mexico. I called it a polygamous compound. It's it just you when you do it, sometimes the headline and to get people to read Absolutely. the content yeah. is what you have to depict it as. So if it's a neo-Nazi party, there's only four neo-Nazis, but it's a fucking party. I got to put a neo-Nazi party. Like, and I got to... And it's so fucked up because they do it all the time. They, you see it like black man gets arrested or black man gets shot or something like that. Right. They don't put his fucking cheery high school picture up. They put his mug shot. Right. Because yeah. it captivates people. Same thing. Like a Nazi party, the guy got arrested in fucking blue jeans and a black tee. They're going to go find I'm going to find him on his Facebook, full clan hood, and post that. Like, it's just, that's the nature of the beast sometimes. It's fucked up. But once again, people, if you're in the position, then it gets a little weird. Right. You just... You got to know the risk, man. You got to know when. Don't put yourself in that position. Try to stay, you know, as clean as possible. Shit happens. Before I got my job at Channel 13 out here, and uh, right when I started the podcast, and shit's all my podcasts I discussed, I got arrested. Because cop was just following me, whatever, whatever. Trailed me until he thought I did something wrong. I pulled off the street. I happened to have a warrant I forgot about. Could have just let it rock. Called the marshal. It's a $400 warrant. Took me to jail. I was in jail for four days in Henderson. Right. Damn. Like, missed one podcast, came back the next week. Like, four days in jail. Like, I can do shit. Like, I'm me. Like, yeah. I'm the same person. And, like, three weeks later, I was hired by Channel 13. So, you telling me I was supposed to be in jail with people who just stabbed someone? Yeah. Like, for right. four days and shitty jail food. Like, it, it happens. So, we just got to know who we are, stay out of the situations. When stuff happens, keep a level head. And, you know, we just got to keep pushing. But, yeah, the media and the spin, everything is perception. Everything is pro wrestling, man. If you... If you caught in the wrong place and you look like a heel, we'll paint you as a heel. All right, man. Well, uh, plug all your shit, man. Oh, shit. Me? I feel, yeah. Uh, just follow me on social media at Kel Dansby, K E L D A N S B Y. Uh, the Corner Podcast, Loudspeakers Network. 
iTunes, Spotify. Uh, Dante just told me we're on Tidal. You should be. Yeah, we're on all this shit. Listen, man, I don't even know. They just cut the check. Uh, you can follow <laughs> me. I still drop stuff on Black Sports Online. I've been writing there for like seven years. Um, and then also, if you're here in Vegas, I do stuff for Las Vegas Now, which is Channel 8, KLAS. So do a bunch of sports stuff there. Catch me a little bit everywhere. Make sure you guys support this podcast. Um, these guys are dope. They were nice enough to allow me to come in today. And I know it's not their usual show. They kind of did like interview style and let me speak and opened it up. And I appreciate that because I know how much they have to say and how entertaining they are. And to right. open up the podcast and the platform, to me, I appreciate it. So make sure you guys support every week uh, when they get merch, buy the shirts, live shows, go out yes. to that. Make sure Preach. we do it, man. Let them get these. Mo- let them get this money. We everybody needs a little yams. bit. We trying to get <laughs> yams. Let them get this money. <laughs> you know, keep keep everybody out the DMs. Like you can't just you know. Like, you make the push for them. Right. So, uh, yeah, man, there's money out here for everyone. It starts with you guys and your support. So, uh, yeah, follow me, but make sure you guys keep following them. They're the stars right now. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, skinny. Man, y'all know what to do, man. Follow me on Twitter, Skinny Junior underscore seven seven seven. Everything else, all right. But if you find me on Facebook and Instagram, do that too. But I'm not going to tell you how to get there. Uh, Ivan. Uh, Twitter and Instagram is uh, Young Al Bundy. Y U N G underscore Al underscore Bundy. Yes, I am accepting nudes. <laughs> all right, man. This your guy Spence. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Just Call Me Spence. That's J U S Call Me Spence. S P E N C. Uh, follow the podcast at. On Twitter at uh, what is it? Views from the seven. Views, views from, the, from seven. the underscore seven. No, that's, that's Twitter. Oh, on Twitter is views from the seven. On Instagram is views from the underscore seven. On Facebook is fucking from the me seven. up, man. See, my bad. All right, man. Well, that's it, man. I hope y'all enjoyed the show. We love y'all. We out. Peace. Oh.